Blog Talk Radio.
Well, welcome to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, where we do it more than we talk about it. Today is March 25th, Saturday, uh, 2023. Welcome, welcome. And uh, my name is Carmen, and I'll be your host tonight. And I hope you did really good this week. And if you didn't, like I said, we'll get you back on track. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you that every good gift and perfect gift comes from above and comes down to us from the Father of Light. We ask that the Holy Spirit impart, activate, and release to the listeners from me the gift of prophecy so that they may be edified, exhorted, and comforted here on PGN tonight. Let me operate in the gift so that they will hear your thoughts and hear your heart and know your love so that they can live their lives in Christ for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And this is truly prophetic grace, and that's what we are all about on PGN. So uh, I wanted to um, talk to you about something that just came to uh, to me um, hours before the show. Um, I had so many other things that I wanted to talk about, but The Holy Spirit erased all that and said, no, we're going to talk about this tonight. Um, So that you have an understanding of what uh, the prophetic is is about and have that understanding and come here with understanding what what God wants to do in your life. Um, A prophet um, will speak prophetically under the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Prophecy is uh, is different from the prophetic. You have the the office of, of the prophet, which is different. Um, but we all can prophesy, and prophecy is one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, spoken in Corinthians, First Corinthians twelve ten. And I'll take you there so that you can see what I'm talking about. Um, it says. No, let's start from the beginning. Now about spiritual gifts, brothers. I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I inform you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God saying, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say, Lord, is Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. There are different ways of working, but the same God working all things in all people. So there's different gifts and different ministries. And they may look alike, but it's different. So when you hear somebody prophesying, not necessarily are they prophets. They can be, they're believers. So you don't call them, you know, prophets because they may not be a prophet. They may may be a believer operating in the gifts of prophecy. Okay, so um, it goes on saying, now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the spirit, the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gift of healing by the one spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in various tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, 
who apportioned them to each one of as he determined. So it says the Holy Spirit determines. We don't have anything to do with that. That's when God wants to use us, we, we are used. And then it's the, it goes on. For the body does not consist of one part, but of many. If the foot says, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an ear, an eye, I'm sorry, it's because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the members of the body, every one of them, according to his design. If they are all one part, where where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. So we're the same way as in the body of Christ. There are many parts, but we're all the same body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you, nor can the head say to the feet, I do not need you. On the contrary, the part of the body that seems to be weaker are indispensable, and the parts we consider less honorable we treat with greater honor, and our unpresentable parts are uh, are treated with special modesty, whereas our presentable parts have no such need. But God has composed the body as has given greater honor to the parts that lacked it. So that there should be no division in the body, but that its members should be, have mutual concern for one another. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. And so it goes on talking about um, now we are the body of Christ and each of you is a member of it. And in the church of God has appointed, first of all, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers, then workers of miracles, and those with gifts of healing, helping administration, and various tongues. All uh, and all apostles, I'm sorry, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all have gifts of healing, do all speak in tongues, do all interpret, but eagerly desire the greater gifts. And now I will show you the most excellent way. Then they, it goes on to chapter 13, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, and it talks about love. That is the greater gift. All these gifts are in place to show you that God loves you. And he operates through each and every one of these ministries, these callings, uh, these appointed uh, in the church. Um like the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the, the miracle, and others that are operating in other gifts. It's all, none of them are more important than the other. It's all for, it's the body. It's all one. It's, it comes from the Holy Spirit. So I want to touch on the prophetic. So you have an understanding, and, and we may go into the other ones, um, but being that we are prophetic grace, um, and what we do here, people uh, need to understand why they come and call up and um, what we do and what, what, what God is doing through us for you. Okay, so um, we spoke about the, 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 the scriptures. 
And we have this understanding now that we're all called to prophesy, but we're not all called to those uh, ministries, uh, the fivefold ministry. So um, let's look at what the prophetic does. And um, it, it would be in 1 Corinthians 14, and let's start at verse 3. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, encouragement, and comfort. The one who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. So it's for edification. It's for encouraging you. It's for comforting you. So this is what the word of God says. This is not what what Sister Carmen says. This is what God says that he put this gift. This, um, these giftings that are from the Holy Spirit to edify you. What is edifying? What is to edify? It's to instruct and to improve, especially in moral and religious knowledge, to uplift, to enlighten, to enlighten you, to inform you, to build you up, to educate you, to improve you, to, to teach you. So the prophetic can teach you all these, these things, educate you, build you up, all these things. And, and it also talks about encouragement, which is exhortation. So what is it to exhort? Uh, it's a speech or a discourse that encourages, it incites or earnestly advises. So um, it moves you to action. It stirs you up. It spurs you on. It urges you on. So that's what exhortation, it encourages you to move forward, to, to get you to move to that place where, where God wants you. And so um, it advises you. Um, sometimes our, our prophetic sounds like an advice, but it's, it's what God is doing through the prophet to get you to understand this is the strategy that I have for you. I'm giving you this advice because this is where you're supposed to go. Now, if you take it or you leave it, that's up to you. So uh, what is advice? A recommendation about what should be done. Um, it gives caution. It gives warning. It recommends. It informs or notices. So it, it, in the Old Testament, you would see the prophets, and it sounded like they were angry at the people. But in fact, they were seeing what was coming. And because the people weren't living right, they were being warned. They were being told. They were given advice on, hey, look, don't do this. Do this. They weren't um, reprimanding them. They were trying to guide them to help them to see that, hey, there's danger coming ahead. You're not listening, and this is what's going to happen. But God has another plan for you. If you do this, this you're going to have the victory. But people continued in their sin, and it was their own fault. And so just because the prophetic goes out doesn't mean that it's going to come to pass. It needs you to engage in it. You, you have to do the other part. You have to be in agreement to, with God says in order for it to come to pass. The title prophet should not be placed on everyone that prophesies. Not everybody's a prophet. So prophecy is for, for us all. We can all prophesy. Pro and, and usually, you know, when people hang out with prophets, that prophetic gift, because it's the Holy Spirit, will 
be stirred up in other people that are not prophets. And we'll, we have seen that in the in the Word of God, where um, I believe it was Saul that was with the prophets, and he was prophesying. So uh, the prophet of the office is not for uh, everyone. That has to be the Holy Spirit calling that person. Don't call everyone a prophet just because they prophesy. So prophesying is hearing from God and speaking what you hear in some cases you can you see what, what God is showing you. Like um, sometimes God does that for me. He shows me things and I see him and then I speak them in order to edify, exhort, and comfort someone. It's hearing from God and speaking what you hear. You want to prophesy, then get in the word. Get in the word of God that you will know what's on God's heart. Okay? So like I said earlier, all these gifts, the best one is love. That's what God wants you to understand. In 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about love. Love covers a multitude of sin. Sometimes we want to open our mouths and we see sin and we want to call it out right away. And that is not love. God wants us to to take people and cover, you know, cover them until they get to that place of maturity and understanding that, you know, hey, you're doing something that's not right. But you know, I'm not, I'm not going into that, that correction part, you know, um, because basically what what God is all about is love. But there are times when that is in place. Um, it, it's normally not to bring correction. Um, it's to bring people, oh, and not even direction. It's just giving you advice. You don't, you don't make anybody do anything with the prophetic. People take it and follow what God says. If now you're making people follow something, you better be careful because that is a manifestation of witchcraft control. And God never does that. God doesn't. Um, you don't see prophets saying, you know, well, you got to do this, this, and this. That's not the way it happens. People know what they are doing, if they're sinning or not, where they don't need the prophetic to tell them. They know. They know they're doing wrong. Those things will be um, controlled, like I said. Um, if we try to uh, bring correction and they, they don't need correction, they already know. They already know. And... That's not God. God is not in the business of controlling anybody. He gives us free will. Prophecy is given to show you God's heart, his love for you. God always wants to restore. He wants to redeem. He wants to renew. He wants you to get back on the right track, like I say every week. It's the way God shows you his love. He uses, and I'm only talking about the prophetic tonight, but we mentioned all the other gifts and the other ministries. Um, but we're concentrating on the prophetic because this is what we're all about here on PGN. Love changes people. Love covers a multitude of sin. So, um, like I mentioned that, uh, so it edifies you to build, it builds you up. It builds your faith to make your relationship stronger in your walk with God. So let's edify instead of tearing down those around us. Let's cover a multitude of sin. 
But, you know, as the Holy Spirit leads too, because we have to first listen to him. He knows when to apply what. When a person is edified, it resurrects something within them that God's power in the prophetic brings, brings that to life when it's spoken and it's dead and it will bring it to life. And it supports and it builds that person in the body of Christ. And it's like I say, it's the place a person, it places the person back on track. So exhorting gives a person courage to live like a believer. It's like, you can do it. It's God's way of, of saying, yeah, you can do it. You know, this is what you're supposed to look like. And um, let me take you to James 3. And we'll look at that scripture now so that you can see what that says. Um, James 3, 17, it says, but wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peace-loving, gentle, accommodating, full of mercy and good fruit, partial, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap the fruit of righteousness. Peacemakers who sow. So we bring, God gives us that wisdom. And and it, and through the prophetic, it gives people that courage to live like what they're supposed to, to look like, you know. Exhortation um, encourages. It encourages, but not with human encouragement. It encourages with the Holy Spirit, divine encouragement. Uh, it's very different from the human encouragement. We have some. We have um, this yesterday. We had some tornadoes um, in, in parts of Texas and and storms in Mississippi, and it really did some major damages. And I, I believe the last time I heard, I think it was 23 that died. Um, so something like that in the Word of God, where Paul was part of a um, was on a ship, and there was a major storm, and angels gave Paul encouragement. Then he addressed the captain and the crew with that same encouragement that he received. So uh, the prophetic came in in that part where he encouraged them. So that was part of prophecy. And it it exhorts you to be uh, uh, of good cheer. You know, he told them, be of good cheer that they wouldn't lose anything, that they they wouldn't lose their, none of them would lose their lives except, you know, maybe the ship. But, you know, he encouraged them. So sometimes, you know, uh, you'll hear a word of encouragement, and then when it comes to pass, you go, oh, but, you know, this didn't happen, but not, but this happened, but you know what? You were spared. These things that are material things that mean nothing, you know, that can always be replaced. But the main thing is the human person, the, the the believer, you know. That's what God is concerned about, not so much things. He always can replace that like he did with Job, right? So in other words, hey, people, no one is going to be, to be lost, um, Paul told them, except for some material things like the ship, right? And that happens in life. So um, comfort was given which means to uh, to lighten the burden. Sometimes the prophetic comes in comfort. It lightens the, the, the burden to to console, you know. Um, 
it causes, you know, to consult to, the, in the case of somebody that's grieving, um, it'll, it'll console that person. It'll bring comfort to that person. So, again, it is in one's own way of comforting and having sympathy and compassion or understanding for another is through the, the spirit of God. Um, do you remember when um, a beautiful sister came? I forget her name. She came and she was talking about how um, she had had uh, lost babies, right, before. I don't know if that, how many they were before, but finally she had got pregnant. And I believe that she named her child uh, Hosanna, I think it was. Uh, somebody correct me if you remember. But um she says that she had had her baby, but the baby still had to stay in the hospital. But on her way out of the hospital, she found this man that was grieving. And so the Holy Spirit touched her. She knew that he needed, you know, comforting. So she went to him, and, and sure enough, he understood his pain. He had just lost his child. And so she comforted him, and she said that, you know, she felt that 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 grief in this man, and so they parted, but she knew that the Holy Spirit had used her that day to minister to this man. That's what the body of Christ does when they're used by the Holy Spirit. And so uh, God comforts, brings healing, freedom, removes those things that stop us from seeing what God has for us. It comforts us. It breaks the fear off of us, discouragement. It gives us peace. And so, blessed be God, the Father of mercies, and and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those which are in trouble by the comfort that we ourselves are comforted of God. And that you find that in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. And that's exactly what this sister did. She comforted this man with the same comfort that God had given her. Therefore, prophecy and the divine virtue of exhorting, edifying, comforting comes through the, the love of, of the Father. So do you see God loves us so much that he sets certain things in order in the, in the body of Christ? So um, for the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, by the Holy Spirit, and that you find in Romans 5, 5. So whenever you come to PGN, know that it's the love of the Father that's using the prophetic, those, whether they're prophets or, or operating in the gift of prophecy or any other uh, gifting or, or, or ministry of the fivefold ministry, it's the love of God. That's the most important one. Let me go back to that one so that we can see that as we study God's word, see, at the end of 1 Corinthians 12, um, verse 30, it says, uh, do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret, but eagerly desire the greater gifts? And now I will show you the most excellent way. Then what's the, the next chapter? It's love. That's what God is, is putting all these gifts for. It's because he loves us so much. So allow God to love on you tonight. And... Um, 
If you want to be ministered tonight, remember on your phone, on the keypad, dial one, and it will let you into the queue. It'll let you know you are now in the queue. So well, let's begin with uh, ministering to, to you all tonight, and uh, God bless you. All right, um, let's begin. Uh, the first call is 402-214, your name and where you're from. Come on. Hi, uh, your name and where you're from? Hey, Hi, Carmen. It's Sharon. Yeah, in New York. I'm good. I was glad you were on tonight. Want right. some prayer. So let me put you on mute and let me pray for you, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for me sharing. Thank you, Father God. I see that the Lord is showing me um, that you're going through teachable moments and that he's, uh, I sense, you know, that God is so proud of you because there's been changes in you and the change of being teachable. I saw that word teachable. And uh, there's some things that he's showing you and, and you're growing into. And, um, the Lord is opening your eyes because you're allowing God. And um, you have sensed his love in these last few months more than ever before in your in your life. And so I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in, in uh, Miss Aaron's life, Father God. And we thank you, Father God. We ask you, Father God, to, con- to help her, Father God, and in um, all her dealings and anything that she may be going through, Father God, we just ask you, we lift her up to you, Father God. Help her, Father, in the name of Jesus. Guide her and lead her and and help her to know um, what decisions to make in her life. And sometimes it's scary because family sometimes family sometimes wants things one way, and and sometimes we have to make our decisions alone. But we're not really alone. We're with God, and when we're God, he's the majority. So um, we're never alone, and when we allow God to lead us and guide us, we make the best decisions ever. So we thank you, Father God, for those good decisions that Ms. Sharon's going to make, and uh, we ask you to lead her and guide her in Jesus' name. Be with her family, be with her family, and then help her daughter, Father God, in her new job, Father God, and for her friend, um, who she always asks for prayer each week, for Kevin, Father God, we just pray that you continue to touch his heart and bless him, Father God, and draw him closer to him, wheel him in, Father God. And thank you for that love, the love of God that's working through Miss Sharon, Father God, to touch the lives of others, Father God. Use her mightily, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Let's go back to Miss Karen. I'm Sharon. Sorry. Thank you, Thank you so Are much. You there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, Oh, you know, I am, you know, I'm just kind of surprised, you know, when God says teachable, that means, Mm -hmm. I guess, I'm glad he thinks I'm teachable. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like I'm learning, you know, fast enough for what I need to know, but, you know, God's timing is perfect um 
That's what I thought. You know, teachable, the word teachable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't keep making the same mistakes over and over. And that's what I feel like I'm doing. So. Well, let's look uh, at the I word guess... teachable. I mean, let me look it up. Teachable. Okay. So, you know, sometimes it's always good to look at the words because yeah. we sometimes think that we know the meaning of, of words. And as right. we look for the, their definition, it just opens up. A whole new thing. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Teachable. Did I write it right? <laughs> let's see. It. Yeah, you did. Okay. Let's see. Okay. A person able to learn by being taught. Able to be taught. Able to be taught. Well, that's so you're good. Able to that's be a good taught. thing. Yeah. Capable of being taught. Teachable. Able and willing to learn, it says here. Especially yeah. able and willing to, to learn. So I I believe that what God is showing us is that you're willing to learn what he's right. trying to teach you. And yes. that that's a great place to be. Yes. When you want to learn God's way. And we put away our right. human thinking, you know, like I was talking about the different um, gifts, that they're all led by the Holy Spirit. It's not human to, ex- the way that humans uh, um, comfort and exhort is very different from the way the Holy Spirit comforts and exhorts. So being teachable right. and wanting to learn, that comes through the Holy Spirit. He comes in and, and helps you to learn, not the way the world learns. Okay, and and the willingness comes from God. Also, everything comes from Him, and it all brings Him glory. But anything that is from our own human effort doesn't bring God glory. So, right. rest in Him and allow Him to do it through you, what He wants to do in you. And He says, "Teachable, you are teachable." So, He's going to do that through you. And help you to learn what it is that you have to learn through the work of the Holy Spirit. Everything is through the work of the Holy Spirit. Without him, right. it, it doesn't glorify God. Well, so, I mean, hey, that sounds that easier to me. Yeah, it yeah. sounds easier to me, right? Don't, don't you think? When you oh, it's always easier. Yeah, as soon as yeah. you stop trying your way. You know, God will do it his way, and, <laughs> and it's always like, quick and easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I guess I'm just stubborn, the, or we all are stubborn. It's getting the flesh out of the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the flesh gets in the way, and that's where our battle is, you know, getting that, dying to ourselves, letting that flesh right. die and say, no, not your way, it's God's way. You're dead. Sorry. You're dead. Right. That flesh is right. dead. It, it has no 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 place here. So, amen. Right. You're teachable. Amen. Thank you. Amen. See yourself as teachable. The way things have been going, it's hard for me to make, you know, make decisions <laughs> because I don't know if I'm making the right one or not. I think I am, but then I wonder, you know. Ugh. 
Hate it. But but you trust in the Lord and say, Lord, you, I'm I'm gonna do it, and you're gonna help me. I I'm trusting in you. And it, sometimes it's scary, but you know, even soldiers when they go out into battle, though, do you not think that they're they're not scared? But right. courage. The word courage. When they take courage yeah. with them, they go out and they do mighty things. With right. fear, maybe a little bit of fear, but they they're like, no, I'm gonna yeah. do it, and they get it done, and they come back home as heroes. My dad but, um, was a soldier. Many of them, yeah, yeah. Um, I was a military wife, and and I've seen them go to mm-hmm. war, and I would see it in yeah. their face. They would be scared, and they would. But they went and did their job, and they took courage, and they went, and they knew that they were trained, and they they, they weren't alone. Right. But God was with them. We they had our prayers behind behind them, and the same thing with us. We take courage, we take courage, and we do, and we we trust in the Lord, knowing that he's he's our commander in chief, and he's going to take charge, and he he's not going to lead us astray. He's going to be there with us. Every step of the way. Right. Be a good soldier and believe that and know that and understand that. And uh, you're, you're going to conquer something. And um, making decisions is sometimes hard, especially when everybody says something different. And you're being led by God to do it another way. It's scary sometimes, you know. Um, when you're single and you have to make choices, it can be but you know what? God is there. God is there. Teach me, Lord. Show me, God. What am I supposed to do? And that is so sweet when everything is said and done and you know that God was with you. And it, it was like yeah. you, know, you knew that He was, you weren't alone. You weren't alone. It was through right. him that you got it done. It's trusting in him. So, um well, I appreciate it. Remember those words. Amen. Okay. Amen. Is there anything else you'd like to say? I had a, I had a well, I just on like what you were saying, I had a real good friend, a Christian friend. I used to go to as she was Christian mm-hmm. and um she had they had a Bible study and I used to go with mm-hmm. her all the time, every week. We just wouldn't tell anybody I was Catholic. Because they don't like Catholics. Anyway, um, we used to sit on the phone all day talking. We ended up stop. We had to stop talking to each other because all we did was talk about God all day on the phone and didn't get anything done. And that's not okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have things we have to do, you know, get kids to raise. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. One of the things that really stuck in my mind that helped me a lot was she used to tell me um, that I could say the prayer when I was worried about a decision. Um, mm-hmm. Ask God to make right what I do wrong. And I I fall back on that a lot. I ask God to make right what I've done wrong. And uh, she you also know, used to tell me, what, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, finish. Well, and then she also used to tell me that you have to start walking on the fence. 
you know, you got to step off the fence and walk one way or the other. And if it's the wrong way, God will put you back on the right track. But you have to start walking. Yeah. You can't move a car if it's not really moving. <laughs> right. You know, that key, it was a reassurance that God will, you know, put you on the right, start moving. Yeah. There's a scripture that says, all things work out together for good. So even mm-hmm. in our mistakes, God will turn it around for our good because we're trusting him and we're, you know, right. he knows we're going to make mistakes. He knows we're going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. but, um, and not on purpose, but, um, right. And, you know, we, he'll correct it. He'll, yeah, I like he'll make it work out. Yeah. He'll make it work out. Those you just have to trust him and, and, and learn from those things, you know, not be afraid of not learning. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, and so that's, uh, right now it sounds like that's what I just need to learn the lesson, you know, to be aware, to be able to see what he's he's trying to teach me. Um, well, as you yeah, I love and, that. I think all things work for good for those who love him. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the passage. Stay in the word. And the other one that you said, you, you said some of my favorite passages tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, every good and perfect gift is from above. Yeah. I actually had that printed on my son's um, funeral card mm. because oh. he was that good, special good gift from above. God, God gives good things. He gives a special mm-hmm. love to people to love on and everything. Um Mm-hmm. But God is there. Don't be afraid to to make decisions and just keep reading the Word because that's going to give you what you need to know what He how He thinks and what He wants. So as you right. spend time in the Word, um, you'll have His mind. And and when you yeah. come to do your decision making, you have the mind of Christ. And you've been reading yeah. the Word, right? So you you have the right. mind of Christ. It's not religion right. that 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 makes us closer to God. It's a relationship with God. It's a relationship with his word, with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Spending time, you know, in the word and, un- and understanding how he thinks. And we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Right. We, we get changed. Yeah, that, so, it goes right along with, you know, you become like the people that you hang around with. So if you're hanging around with Jesus, you become more like him. You have the mind of Christ. You you become more and more like him. You you look in the mirror, you look in the yeah. mirror of the word and you look like uh like 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 he does, you know. You don't see yourself, you're gonna see Jesus. The more you look into well, the mirror nice, of God's word. Yeah. The more you mm-hmm. look into the mirror of God's word, it's gonna reflect and you're gonna see Jesus in, in your life. You're going to see you, who you really are. So spend time with him, stay with him, and everything you you get, have to do, he'll make you. And don't think you you don't have that little that little fear when you get to do things. Just like that soldier, like I'm telling you, like the soldiers when they go out into battle, they don't fear, but they go in with courage. And so we go in with God's mm-hmm. courage, knowing that the Holy Spirit is with us, and he's guiding us. And showing us what we need to do, not in our strength, but in his strength. My father had a very strong faith, 
you know? Mm-hmm. But I can't even imagine somebody going to war who ha- did not have a, any faith in God. I don't know how they did imagine that. Imagine how scared. How, mm-hmm. how anybody could do that. And yet there's people that. in this I, world that are living life like that. Oh, I know, and I just can't imagine it. I can't imagine it. Um, I just watched on the news. Some teenage kids went to a church here, Holy Family Church, Mm -hmm. and they got a statue of an angel Mm -hmm. and threw it, smashed it up. Mm. It's so evil. And they're doing more the than that. They're doing a lot of evil out there. Uh-huh. Um, it's in all kinds of forms. Oh, but we have to pray for our, our youth. In we New have York. to pray for the young people today because they don't know. They don't understand. Um, I know. I'm so worried about but, my grandson, you know, because he's older. He's the, in high school. Well, like That's I was saying earlier, love covers a multitude of sins. Sometimes we got to... Um, if That's we're going to um, love everything. on them and care for them, we can't look at well, all the really ugliness good. that's coming out of them. Well, he's really, really good. He's a really good boy. Oh, well, that's good. He, well, that's good. He studies, uh, does all kinds of things on his own, studies the Bible and, and things like that. Oh, I'm wow. worried about who he runs into. I mean, he had a knife pulled on his pulled on him. And this is in school. This was mm-hmm. just this last year. It's really bad here. It's really bad. You know, Satan's got a hold in New York But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And I was thinking about that earlier today, that we have to uh-huh. be careful and allow the Holy Spirit to show us where we need to be, where we need to work, where, you know, who we need to marry, what, right. everything that we need to do. With God's right. guidance. Yeah, we, we're going to make mistakes. But as we face people, I mean, because they're doing a lot of weird stuff out there and they're choosing a lot of weird things, but we cannot isolate ourselves. But we cannot, we have to be also careful not to place ourselves in places where God has not called us to be. Because then right. where God has not called you to be, there's no protection there. You know, you're doing your own thing. And so we have to hear the voice of God and know that when he sends you to do something, he's equipping you to do it, and you're going to get through it no matter what you see. But there are some things, it's sort of like, um, I've said this story before. I had a friend, uh, I was living in Germany, and we were at church, and one of the sisters had asked us to pray for her brother. He had just recently became born again, and he was on fire for God, and he was in the bar. He had been in the bar scene, and um, he had come out from that. He was so excited about that, about, you know, the life of God and all the changes that God was doing for him. And so immediately he went back to the bar scene to tell his friends about Jesus. Instead of him converting his friends, his friends converted him back into the bar scene. So we need to be careful where we are at, where we allow ourselves. If God has not sent you there, you know, God gives you direction. Okay, go, you go here. I need you to go here. And as we mature, we're going to make mistakes as we learn to to hear his voice. And I'm sure this young man, 
has learned a big lesson now, and I pray that he's back um, seeking the Lord. Um, but there's dangers that we have to be, you know, pay attention to the Holy Spirit. And we have to pray for other people, especially when they're becoming, they're, they're new in the walk with God, because they're going to make mistakes. But love covers a multitude of sins. And, and um, mm-hmm. God is not going to penalize you for, for loving people. Because that's exactly right. what he wants you to do, you know. Um, right. Yeah, some people will take advantage of that love um, and, you know, try to push over the boundaries of what's right. And uh, But God, God sees that. And, I, like, for instance, I know that there was many people that have pushed boundaries in, my, in our life, in my life. And, and I look back and I'm like, I could say, oh, man, I was a sucker. People took advantage of me. But you know what? No. Um, before God, that's exactly what God wanted me to do, to be loving and forgiving. He wanted me to be loving and forgiving. I could, you know, allow the enemy to, to put that on me and say, oh, you let them take advantage of you. You kept forgiving. But no. God, God's way is to love. Always love overcome, right. and so I and I'm not bitter, I'm not angry, but then you know, every once in a while, the enemy will say, "Ah, oh, you let them take advantage of you," and no, no, I was loving, I was being loving to those that didn't deserve the love, right. but I loved them anyway. I love them anyway, but that doesn't guarantee that they're going to do the right thing, just because you love people. But right. you do the right thing, and you don't allow the enemy to ruin you in the process of loving others because it takes a lot right. to love. He's working on that. That's what's love. going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on here, on kind love. of sending, um, sending um, distraction and mm. diversion. And, you know, it reminds me of, you know, that magician game where or anybody's game I guess where you put a ball underneath a cup and then you got Mm -hmm. three cups there and you keep moving it around that's what my life feels like it's like I'm trying to find that ball and they keep throwing in like 50 cups (laughs) and uh like they keep on messing up the the whole strategy for you (laughs) that's the enemy right right there (laughs) but you know what with God he's going to use it all He's got God who use it all for together for your good. The good, the bad, it's go, he's, he's going to use it all because there's going to be lessons learned. And when we're teachable, like he says you are, you're going to learn those lessons yeah. and, and be victorious. And then you're going to turn around, like I mentioned before, with that scripture that says, uh, where is that one? It says, blessed be God, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulations that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort that we ourselves are comforted of God. So even in our mess up, yeah. God comforts us, and then we, we are able to go out there and comfort others in whatever they're going yep. through. Yeah. So all things work together for good. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right, sweetie. Thank you so all much, right. Carmen. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. For, 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 we love you. For, for everything I wanted. 
Amen. All you right. know. Well, God bless you. Okay. You, you God bless you, too. Week. You have a good week. You, too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. One, 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 one. Your name and where you're from. Hi, Barbara. from Texas. Hi, Karama. Yeah. God bless you. All right. Let me put you on mute. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, your sister, Barbara. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for her life. Thank you, Lord. You know, I see a pot, and it's like water. It's almost like, I think it's like soup. I see a pot. I saw the pot with water. And it's almost like uh, I guess you're you're making soup. You're making soup. You're making soup. I guess uh, for the sense that it may be for someone that that may be sick. I don't know if it's that you're giving them the word because they need healing. But I see you. I see that God is, has put a pot a pot of water and then it converts into soup and it's supposed to give someone like. I guess something, you know, something nourishing. So I believe that's God's word that he's giving you to give them. Um, it has to do with healing, with um, with health. Um, so we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for what you're putting in Sister Barbara's hands to minister to others, Father God. I just thank you, Father God, for that healing touch, for the healing touch of the word of God, to minister to those around her, Father God, the touch of, of, of healing, the healing that, that, that will comfort their souls, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, for, for that touch. And I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in her life. And we praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for that. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, Sister Barbara. How are you? I, I am so excited, woman of God. I was like, oh, my God. And that is that is um, something that is going on. Okay. And um, what I wanted to tell you was that I could see uh, leaders that are in trouble. And I can see when they get sick. And I could see, like, the hospital bed. They were laying there, and I had to go and pray for them spiritually, things that was going on that was making them sick. And a lot of times mm-hmm. when you're disobedient about something, that, that that's when all of that door opened that's not good. Um, it's kind of like when you, like Prophet Randy was giving me the other day, when you so not not good seeds, then you reap that not good seeds. But as they learn and go through something, I have to come back and teach them and tell them why this happened. And now we got to plant mm-hmm. the good seed, you know, so that mm-hmm. that blessing, blessing will happen. And um, so I was just grateful 
that I can go back and tell them now we're going to plant the harvest, you know, the good seeds for the harvest. It's kind of like when you plant bad, then bad. And when you plant good, then good. And these are the people that God has been giving me to really help or pray for them. And it's been quite a few. And it's been like a daily journey. It's been like a daily journey. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I was getting. And you did not miss. Because uh, when the water is boiling like that, the Lord was giving me, like, when they're in trouble. And, and you know, and sometimes it can indicate the anger that they're having or the trouble. And it's brewing that it's difficult to handle. But, you know, mm-hmm. after a situation... And they learned a lesson, and after all that steam and all of that over that situation, then I have to tell them how to become excited, you know, the new idea and what God is doing and what God that's is fixing love. in your that's life. That's the love of God. And that's that love, that's the love that I keep preaching on. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. You're right. And that's and what I, I said talking about God. tonight, about the gifts and, yes, and the, 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 the fivefold ministry, that all of it is to show God's love for the people that God uses to operate in those gifts from the Holy Spirit to touch the people so that they can get back on track, like I always say, so that they can get back on track. <laughs> so um, you're, you're um, yes, sometimes the prophetic can be in the present. It could be in the past to confirm what has happened. And sometimes it can be in the future. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people don't get confused. Oh, no, well, that that hasn't happened yet. Well, that doesn't mean it's not at the prophetic. It could be yet to come. And God is giving you right. advice on how to get there, yes. you know, to the right place, you know. And so that's where God is using you. And that's what I was seeing. And I saw the hot pot. Well, I'm not, what's right. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I saw that pot of water, and I'm like, what does that have to do? And then it turned into soup. So I guess, you know, the water of the word. <laughs> and uh, God, I love the way God shows me things. He just throws little things, and then all of a sudden, I know what it's all about. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. But uh, God I'm is so using you, Sister Barbara. And I pray that Thank God watch, uh, help you and, and give you more more of that love for them and um, that God will give you, the Holy Spirit will give you the words, the right words to speak, words that they'll, that'll touch their hearts in such a way that they mm-hmm. know that those aren't human words, that those are words coming from heaven that impacts their heart, their soul in a, in a different way. Like like never before, you know. You know what I'm talking about. When when somebody says a word, something that comes from God, you're like, oh, it just hits you, you know. And so I want God, Lord, to do that through her, Father God, do it to, through her. Those words that come out of her mouth, that the, it would just impact them, that the Holy Spirit will grab a hold of them like never before, and that their lives will be changed in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Amen. Well, I have oh, to tell you this much. I am so excited because I saw the Lord this morning. He visited me, and he was telling me mm-hmm. that when the people, you know, when they come and they have these crippling, handicapped spirits, like they don't understand some things and they think they're doing the will of God, and the Lord began mm-hmm. to give me the revelation 
that when I looked into Jesus' eyes, and I remember Prophet Randy praying, Lord, show Barbara the glory. Show her the front side, the back side, and all sides. <laughs> and I started laughing. I didn't think it would happen that quick. So when I woke up this morning, I saw him, and he was sharing with me that, hey, I'm Jesus. Look, Barbara, I'm Jesus. And I got healing. I have health. Um, um, and you, you know, the different gifts and the revelation. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to show you how to give a release to people with happiness and joy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. these eyes were, I said, well, Lord, I thought your eyes were like a flame of fire. He said they are, but it means that they are beautiful. They're blue. They're penetrating eyes of Jesus searching your heart. And so when he searches the heart, mm. he gives you that love. And when he he wants to have anger, he said, I will have anger. He said, whatever I want to do, I will do it. And he said, mm-hmm. now, um, it wasn't so much like activate, but he was saying, like, arrest them. Arrest them in the spirit. Stop mm-hmm. them with what they're doing. He said, I need you to send the Holy Ghost. He said, now, why did I tell you? Because the authority, the anointing, you are a leader. You are chosen. And you have to do what mm-hmm. I tell you to do. You don't need to hold back. Don't listen to anybody mm-hmm. but me. And I will speak and use any vessel I want to use. And mm-hmm. I did not know you were going to go there tonight in the lesson. So, in the beginning. <laughs> so, I'm just that is good. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're an example of 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 what I was talking about the men, the the gifts of the Holy Spirit through healing and all this stuff and um through prophetic and all that stuff um we don't have to be prophets we can speak it you know because yeah. that's the Holy Spirit working through us and so um an evangelist we don't have to be an evangelist we can evangelize with teachers we don't need to be a teacher in the in the in the body of christ we can teach you know we can operate in all of this because it's the same spirit Mm -hmm. and so god is doing a lot through you you're preaching you're you're speaking to people you know with about the healing and in more than one way, more than the body, more than the soul, you're doing so much, and I pray that God will continue to use you mightily. I mean, He is doing a work in you. Your latter years will be greater than your former years. So we thank you, Father God, for Sister Barbara. Father God, continue to use her. Thank you, Lord, for her her example and what what it means to serve you. That um. Many think that because we you grow older that that's it that we're supposed to retire, and knowing you're using her as an example that that's when the best is yet to come, and so we thank you, Lord, for her life, Father God, continue to use her and bless her family in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Do you have any testimonies or anything else you want to say? Well, that was it. It was just that the Lord is moving in ways that I wasn't expected. I'm I'm thinking he's coming this way and he shoots from another way. I'm thinking he's going to do this and he's shooting from a whole other opposite way that I can't even figure it out. I'm like, oh, my God. Like you said, when you feel exciting. it, you just don't know it. <laughs> so I'm just Isn't excited. It I'm so happy. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's like a permanent happiness forever. It's that joy that's on the inside, that peace, that calmness that you, we talk about all the time on the show. Yeah. Oh my. And and it it, it does. I, I see a scripture in Isaiah. 
32:17 it says the fruit of righteousness will be peace in the effect mm-hmm. of righteous the effect of righteousness will be quietness and confidence for confidence forever so it's it's in God it's in him and that's where our peace is you know when we see all this in other people's lives oh it's it feels so good to see God working in the lives of others and, and seeing them being changed and transformed and having that peace and that quietness and that confidence yes. in God. Oh, that feels, that's awesome. That is so wonderful. That's what you want to see in everybody, right? Yeah. So, oh. Wow. And that's exactly Thank what you feel. You know, I, I don't feel no storms and I don't, feel that warfare and all of that and whatever, you know, they say it be, I feel the peace, the love, the calmness, the stillness that is so quiet. You you hear your own heartbeat. <laughs> you just hear things you yeah. never thought you would hear. And so uh, yeah. I'm just glad to be back in that place. And, and, you know, he said, your suffering have not been in vain. And, you know, mm. when people misunderstand and ostracize and stretch you like a rubber band and try to and just say all manner of evil against the good. And I was just so grateful that I was bold enough to hold my peace and let the Lord fight yeah. my battle. And this is the reward that he says that I have benefits. And I said, oh, yes, you do, Father. I love you so much. You know, and I love people. You know, I just love home. Yes, ma'am. You said something that that sparked something in me um, about being stretched like a rubber band. And that is more true than you can imagine. Um, they, they stretched you like a rubber band, right? I noticed that mm-hmm. throughout the years, I would collect uh, rubber bands, right? And over a period of time, I wouldn't bother with them. And then when you come back... And because I didn't stretch them out, they became hard and brittle. And so Mm -hmm. God used those people to stretch you so that you wouldn't get hard and brittle. And I was looking at, um, I have a cousin, um, one of my dad's older cousins, she's elderly. And um, she's complaining about pain and sciatic pain and all this. And I was looking at videos and and stuff, you know, to see how to help her. And all of us, you know, can use help in any area with the muscles and stuff like that. So it was showing that stretching, that stretching helps Mm -hmm. you actually to stay limber. But if you don't uh, uh, allow yourself to stretch and move Mm -hmm. your body in ways that, you know, uh, to, to, to make that, uh, that muscle stretch out, you can actually do harm to yourself in the long run if you don't move it. Yeah. And you could end up doing more harm than if you don't. You, it's like I say, if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. So you triggered that out of me right now when you were saying that because I was thinking of saying that, and I know that that was the Lord, that God wanted me to say that to take care of our bodies, to stretch out, but not only stretch out physically, spiritually too. And sometimes God mm-hmm. uses people to, to stretch us, to stretch us. And that's what he's, he, you're the example of what you lived. You were stretched out. But if you didn't allow that in your life, 
you would have been brittle and broken if you didn't, you know, allow God to do mm-hmm. that in you. So you're the you're the perfect example of what you are supposed to do and where what God where God's going to take you when you do when you are obedient to following what he wants to do and allowing the things that come at you. I mean, like I was talking earlier, if I didn't allow, if I didn't uh, continue to love those that crossed the boundaries and did things to me, mm-hmm. um, I, and I would have allowed that to make me bitter, because at first I was mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I was dumb. Maybe I just let people take advantage of me. But then I realized, no. I was mm-hmm. walking the way God wanted me to, to walk, to walk in love. That person didn't change, but mm-hmm. I changed. Mm-hmm. And so you did the same thing. And so look at where God brought you. Look where you're now because of that obedience. You're an example mm-hmm. of that. Well, we thank you. Your full potential. You know, they were stretching and testing me mm-hmm. to a breaking point. And the Lord said, now you're in position to take off because you didn't try to fight your mm-hmm. own battle. You just, you just right. kept praying, you kept praying, you kept doing what I told you to do. You kept seeking, mm-hmm. you kept contemplating yourself. You and didn't so get I'm ugly like, like it would be normal in the flesh to get. <laughs> mm-hmm. I laughed at them because I thought it was funny the way they accepted me. And I'm like, okay, that that's how you're going to push me in the car. This is the way you're going to do me? Okay, I said, Lord, I give it back to you. I'm done. I did my part. It's your turn. <laughs> and I was yeah. just glad. And you leave it in God's you know, hands. Um, the battle never pick is it back up. And yeah, and we we can't. You know, you say, Lord, you you say revenge is yours. You leave it in. <laughs> you leave it in God's hands. God knows what He can do, what He shouldn't do. We can, we don't see everything behind the scenes. And so all we have to do mm-hmm. is just be obedient to. To follow what God says and not not be ugly, not be ugly. Right. And so that's what Keep she said. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's stay not sweet. easy. That's no, not, you gotta that's stay not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. Not when you know the answers and you want to tell them, and the Lord is speaking to you. Say, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Let them let and them take right. that rope it's and run themselves. Because that's what yeah, happens. That's... They, they get themselves a loop around it, and they next thing you know, they're going round and round and round, can't figure it out. And we're sitting up here like we've been doing this mission for years, and we know, so we know to stay humble. Don't don't retaliate. Just let it go. Because you, you're yeah. a bigger person. You get the bigger picture. That's why he uses you greatly and mightily. You're not sharing everything that he says. Say, just, just hold mm-hmm. your heart. <laughs> Yeah, hold your peace. Don't say nothing. And and also one thing that I've learned that if you don't take care of yourself and you don't do self care and don't eat well, don't exercise, um, get enough sleep, the enemy will use when you're feeling the worst. He will use other people to try to get to you when you're hangry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and you have to be careful you got to prepare yourself you know for moments like that when you're hungry you're tired you're hungry and you're like uh, the worst of you wants to come out you have to be careful Mm -hmm. that's why we have to take time for self-care sleep Mm -hmm. 
Right. You know, Quiet and make time. make mm-hmm. right decisions, and even with work decisions, sometimes you know the workplace can really drain you, and so you have to put some boundaries up to where can I go with this, and and say no to hear no more. I'm gonna do what's normal and what's normal for my body, what's normal for for my life, because then I'm gonna get ugly because I get out of order out of God's order. And God's mm-hmm. order wants us to take care of ourselves. And when we don't do mm-hmm. that and we allow other people to push those boundaries back and back and back, guess what? The enemy has his way. And we have to be real careful and, and remove ourselves sometimes. You know, because we put ourselves, sometimes mm-hmm. we're not listening to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit says, do this. And you're going over there. <laughs> I didn't send you over there. That's why you got in trouble. So, yeah, we self-care. We have to care for our spiritual life and our physical life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you. That is perfect. perfect. I love All it. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to, to share? Well, um, I wanted to pray for one person, Lou Wayne, that's going through like L-U Wayne, Lou Wayne. I needed to pray for that person because uh, the Lord told me to pray. And I'm like, okay. So there's right. another thing. Yeah. Would you like to pray and we, we come in agreement with you? Uh, sure. Um, All right. Yes, ma'am. Um, Father, um, I just take this to the cross. And when you share things with me, God, I just want to make sure that I'm praying the right prayer. And if I don't know what to pray, just pray in the tongues. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for showing me this person's face and name again to keep praying that they will be healed spiritually and naturally. Um, as I pray, Lord, I just pray that you heal them of diabetes. Um, I hear the word diabetes for this person. And also, Father, that they will watch what they're eating and intake of the body. And um, even I even see some other organs that are getting affected. And so, Father, I just pray that even when they do the self-care, that you will help them spiritually to be obedient to you and not hanging on one side of the fence or the other. But, Lord, keep a straight line and stay in the spirit of God to do what you call this person to do, be obedient. And the word, Father, we send the word to uh, arrest that person in the spirit that they will be activated that you will do what you say you would do when they are obedient in the word and do the work that you call them to do. So, Father, I just want to thank you for the gift of healing, spiritually and mental and physical. And you can go ahead and pray as well. Lord, we just thank you for that. this person, Father God. We just pray like uh, Sister Barbara has said, Lord, we just pray your Holy Spirit will go in to that person's life, Father God, and minister to them day and night as they sleep, as they get up, Father God, help them to realize that that um, they need to take care of themselves, Father God, and, and to be willing. And we, we ask you, Father God, to help them to be willing, give them the, the strength, the help that they need, Father God, for 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 that, for, for the spiritual, for the physical, Father God. Um, we thank you, Father God, for this person. We pray that, Father God, you continue to to move in their lives, Father God, and we pray, Father God, that uh, that if you need to, they'll use Sister Barbara 
to minister to that. Give her the words to minister to this person, Father God, in ways that they don't even, they didn't even think that it could be possible. So we thank you, Father God. Uh, I pray that eyes will be open, Father God, that the, the, the eyes of, of the heart will be open and that they would see and they will know the truth and that the truth will set them free in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Heal the heart, right. Lord. Give them a new heart. That's what I heard also, to heal their heart. Like when somebody has hurt you, they get hit below the belt. So, God, I ask that you make the heart stronger and give them more love and patience and kind. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you for divine healing. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. Thank you for Thank being coming on. We're always learning stuff from you. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a great week, and I hope to uh, see you next week, um, hear you next week, and uh, more Thank testimonies. You. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Love y'all. Bye. Thank oh, you. Bye. All right. Next caller. Eight seven zero four one five. Your name and where you're from. Eight seven zero four one five. Hi, this is Siobhan from Arkansas. Siobhan. Siobhanda. All right. Okay, Siobhanda. All right. Give me a minute, and I'll put you on mute. Thank you, Lord, for Siobhanda, Father God, from Arkansas. Lord, we just thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the 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 popping of of, of new things, of new things. Of um, well, let me tell you what I'm seeing, Savanda. I'm seeing you like um, in a field, and all of a sudden, I see a. a a flower popping here and another one popping over there. It's almost like little good news, little good news over here, little good news over there. And before you know it, there's such beauty around you and you're like seeing life different, not the same as it was. And so it starts popping slow. So it's sort of like popcorn that it starts off slow and then it goes poof, 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 poof. And you're going to start seeing things around you. You're going to start seeing with the eyes of God the good stuff, the good things that God has um, blessed you with. And and you're going to have a grateful heart. A a heart of gratitude is what I'm seeing you in that field. You're like, oh, oh, and you're like, boop. And another one pops over here and you're like, you're going to start seeing with the eyes of God, the eyes of God, the eyes of gratitude. So thank you, Lord, for the eyes that you're giving her to see, the things that you are placing around her, the beauty that you're putting around her, Father God. And it starts small, and then it gets bigger and bigger. And thank you, Lord, for the testimonies that are coming her way in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the good things. We thank you, Father God. We're so grateful to you for all the good things, the things that we notice, the things that we don't notice. We thank you for it all because you're always sending good things our way. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Let me get back to her. All right. Hello, Savannah. How are you? Hello. I'm 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 well. I'm gonna say I'm well. 
I may not feel the best, but I'm well because, you know, you still need to speak to me over your life in spite of. And even though I feel like I may not be in the best season or the best moment at the, it's right now, you know, I can understand, you know, about the, the, it seems like everything is happening so slowly, but I am starting to see these things differently. It's just, and the fact that I'm seeing things with a clear view is, but even when mm-hmm. something is terrible, like the truth of it, the truth of the matter, I can still see the beauty of it. I'll just take the, I'm like that as a person anyway, like, no matter how ter- terrible something may seem or it is, I'll still try to find the good out of it. But I mm-hmm. do need to. Basically, what it what you just said was I'm going to see more of the good things God has for me manifesting. Just mm-hmm. you know, and even if it may seem like it's surrounded around this or that, it's still going to be you know, it's something God has see for the me. Hand of God. You're going to see the hand of God. That's what I was seeing you. You were in a field and like flowers popping, like it started off slow, like popcorn, one pop, the other one pop, and then before you knew it, there was a lot of popping going on. And it's because (laughs) God's going to touch your eyes as you start noticing his hand in everything. You're going to start noticing it and you're going to see more and more of it. That's what God was showing me. So expect that. And and watch watch out for your surroundings. You're gonna start seeing God's manifestation of His goodness towards you, and you're gonna be yeah. so joyful with that, you know. But be on the lookout for it, okay? Because a lot of times He'll send something and you don't realize it that it was Him. I've noticed that that um, I'll talk to a friend and they'll say something and I'm like, but don't you see that that was God? And they were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, purposefully, be on the lookout. And I would write it down. What did God do today for me? What did God do? There's so many things that that God does. Sometimes somebody almost hits you, but they didn't hit you. That was God. Right. And that's something for me. That was God. Go ahead. Right. Since starting this weekend, like it's happened all my life, but in the way that he's, you know, trying to do it, it's for me to see things in a different way. But all this weekend, I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> it's just been, oh, yeah. but, you know, I'm I'm at the point, I was, like, going through such a terrible time this weekend that when somebody was on the phone after I got my it took me almost hours and hours just to get my phone fixed today. And as soon as I did, was able to talk on the phone, somebody was complaining. I was like, mm-mm. I, just, I didn't want to be rude, but I just hung up the complaint. And I was like, I, I'm over here. I'm ready to have a baby fit. I'm ready to just let it all go. But yet I'm still holding on. <laughs> well, that's what on. Sister Barbara was talking about. There was There's an, a reward when we... Hold our peace and don't say what words you were wanting to say because when we leave things in God's hands, then there's a re- look at her right now. She's reaping the reward of not letting her flesh get the better of her for what other people do did to her. They stressed yeah. her. 
But you know what? Like I was saying, the rubber band that's not stretched will become brittle and breaks. And so you don't want that. You're going to stretch. You're going to be stretching because you're doing the right thing, what God wants you to do. And it's hard. It's not that easy. But the more you lean on God in those moments, that's what's pleasing to him. That's what's going to make you more flexible in the things of God and doing the right thing. And so maybe that has something to do with what I'm seeing, what I was seeing, you know, the popping of the different flowers around you, like bloop, 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 because you're going to purposefully look at these things and see where God's at. And when you start seeing that, then it's almost like you're a magnet for the blessings, for the things that you're going to see it more and more and more and more. It's going to attract to you because you're purposefully putting your eyes on God and letting that um, seeing where God is working at. And it's going to, you're going to be a magnet. What does a magnet do? It attracts the things to itself, right? Yeah. So do you, do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah, what I'm trying to like, convey from God's heart. Right. Yes, because even with, um, I'll just say one of the reasons that I'm not feeling my best because I'm, I'm happy, but I'm not, you know, so they said that I've been diagnosed with postpartum depression, but I got a problem with it. Like, <laughs> I'm fighting it. I'm not coming to, you know, I don't, I don't accept it over my life, even though I'm realistic about the changes in my hormones. That's just a part of life, but I'm not accepting all the stuff that comes with it because I'm not about to lose my mind today. I'm not about to be, you know, I'm not about to keep forgetting things or doubt or whatever trying to come and speak That's into my mind. That I'm you not, said that. That you yeah, said I'm, that you, really, you suffer with depression because guess what? Right. That's what some of the doctors and counselors will tell people to have a gratitude um, journal to be grateful for this and that. And it's looking for the good thing, the, the yeah. heart of gratitude. That's a, And that's funny that you said that because that's exactly what, what that vision is all about. Yeah. You're starting to see God's hands in everything and you're becoming more grateful. That's a gratitude. Oh, there's God, there's God, there's God, there's God, there's God, there's God. There's God. And then that depression moves away. Right. You see what I'm saying? So get a book. Yeah. That's what's funny because I told you to write it down. Get a yeah. book. Write it down and be thankful. So, Lord, thank you because I saw this today. Thank you because I saw that today. And before you know, you're going to fill that book up with so many things that you're giving God thanks for. And you're going to see the flowers popping here and there and there and here. And before you know it, you're in a field of flowers. Field of gratitude. Right. And I do need to give myself grace. I need to give myself more grace just as if somebody gives me a compliment because I'm so hard on myself that it's like I'll try to more. You need to do more. You need to do more. And I just need to be glad that I went and put some clothes in the washing machine. (laughs) I need to be glad for the simple small things. If they give you compliments. That's another gratitude. That's another flower popping up. (laughs) If they're giving you, (laughs) see, there's something about you writing it down that's going to do something for you. 
Next week, you start getting, you could get a little book for a dollar at the dollar store and call it the gratitude uh, journal. Start writing things on it. And next week, okay. let me know what you what you you saw throughout the week. Absolutely. How's that? I will. Don't forget. I will. I will do it. I think I probably have a. Um, I forget what they call them. You know, like the little black and white little. Like they basically have them at the Dollar Tree, but you write stuff in journal books or whatever. I think uh-huh. I have some already. Yeah. Um. There's this. It's beautiful to to be grateful for what God has. I was I was meditating on that, and I was like, "Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you for that." And before you knew it, you know, all that weird stuff that gets on you that wants to weigh you down, <laughs> that stuff blows away, you know. Right. And the more you do it, the more you realize, man, God has really blessed me. God is right. blessing me so much. Something like that's so weird to somebody else. My husband was like, come here, come here, come here. It was a bird. He was just looking at a bird on the camera system. But I don't know. I like to sit in nature. And it's just the the point of the calmness. But while I'm sitting there, it's so much stuff Mm -hmm. that I become grateful for. But I I need to sit down somewhere and start writing, too. So or even at work, lift. get that little journal and write it there. The boss said, thank you for this. Or the boss said, I did a good job today. That goes on the list. Or uh, uh, someone said, I look really nice today. That goes on the list. Oh, somebody noticed me today. That goes on the list. That's all God. God <laughs> making you be noticed. Um, oh, I got something free because they were goofing off and uh, I got it free. That was God. Oh, somebody gave me a coupon for something. That was God. Start noticing God in a lot of things. God does so many things, and we don't we overlook it because we're expecting for His blessings to come a different way, and we don't realize that just getting out of bed that's a blessing. There, how many people don't get out of bed? Right. Or um, that I can use my two feet. Right. Go ahead. That's one. Thing. Um, I think they just kind of made me sad because that's one thing that one of the purest things about me. From you know, just from my childhood to adulthood, I let people take that away from me because they're like, you talk about God too much. You always think I'm like, but that's that's just how I feel, and that's how it should be. Something that you in love, something that right, <laughs> something that God appreciates. I let somebody take that away because just because people just you know get nutty sometimes. When you talk about God too much, you just happy about everything. I was like, well, that's I don't all right. Know Right. When it, it, girls it, it, are in love with, with boys, what do they do? They just talk about the boys, everything about the boys. It's all about him. It's all about him. Well, when we're in love with Jesus, it's all about him. We enjoy talking about him because we're in love. Right. So God bless you, uh, Corman. I thank God for that um, because he always knows, but it's like, well, you can see and realize thing sometimes but it, it helps to hear and it also helps to like read and see things too to just know that okay it's, it's another day and it's okay you're gonna make it 
You don't have to mm-hmm. be, you know, having all these different things going through, dealing with it, just dealing with it, not accepting it, and you can make it. it but that'll pass. <laughs> and, and Sister Barbara is an example, like I was saying. She's an example of the stages of going through all of that and look at what God is doing now in her life because she was obedient back then and not letting right. these things get under her skin, but allowing it to stretch her. And now she's at a place where God can use her because she is that flexible. She is not bitter. She's not stiff. She's not broken with what has happened to her in her past with how people treated her. She's taking right. that and be, being obedient to God. And then look, she's at a different phase in her life and where God is using her in different ways, in beautiful ways. So, those are lessons. She's a lesson for us to teach us. Yeah. Okay, we go through this and we go through that, and and God is going to do this for for us too. He's doing it for her. He's doing it. He's going to do it for us. He's going to do it for the future. He's, different things. Different things we all learn. And so the prophetic in this case is to bring the word to you to show you how much God loves you and shows you how what he is trying to where he's trying to bring you the place where he's trying to bring you and so he's showing you that yeah he's blessing you and you're going to start noticing it and it's going to be like bloop, 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 like popcorn popping everywhere you're like oh wow oh yeah that was happening already and I didn't notice that like I tell my friend um, like Daniel, my friend Daniel, I tell him, he, he'll tell me something and I'm like, oh, that was God because we were praying about that. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah. Sometimes we need somebody to remind us. But that's a way of reminding ourselves. Journal it. Journal right. a, a gratitude journal. And you're going to feel so good. It changes your mood. And you know that uh, that it does something to your mental state and to your brain. It actually right. causes your brain to branch out. But when you stay in depression, your brain shrinks. If, think of right. your brain like a, a tree. There's a doctor named uh, Caroline Leaf, and she's a, a neuroplasticity um, doctor that studies the brain. And she explains that the brain is like a tree. And so when there's depression and all that, it gets dark and it dries out. It just sucks the life out of that tree, out of your brain, and it makes it shrink, and depression sets in. She says, but when you have gratitude and you think good thoughts and um, things that are beautiful, you know, and that's what the Word of God, think of, of things that are lovely, of good report, and on and on it goes. And so that branches the brain. And that tree that she calls it, the brain, the tree, it branches it out and makes new connections that weren't there before. And it starts branching out and it gets bigger and bigger. And the person's moods change. So be careful with the depression and do the the gratitude journal to keep you on Mm -hmm. track. And and pray and ask God, Lord, show me. Show me what where you are at. Show me the blessings. Let me see them. Give me your the eyes to see what you, you have for me. And he'll start showing you and stay in the word. And the more you do that, the more you do that, your mental state is going to change. 
your even the way you dress is going to change. The way you talk, if other people are going to notice it. Other people yeah. are going to notice the change. And that's what I see. That's what I see. So um, stay in the word, okay? Yes, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Carmen. You're welcome. God bless you, and you have a great week. And remember, come back next week and tell me about uh, your journal. <laughs> Okay. All right. God bless you. All right. Bye bye. All right. Uh, my next caller is nine zero eight three zero five. Your name and where you're from. Nine zero eight three zero five. Hello. Hi. This is Carol. How are you? Hello. All right. Let me put you on mute and I'll come back. Let me pray. All right. Thank you, Lord, for Carol, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my sister, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for for the the voice that you give her, the talent for uh, worship. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I I'm seeing you like if you're going on a highway, and then. <laughs> It's almost like you think you made a mistake and you you got out of that that exit, but it was God. You're like, no, I'm not supposed to be here. This is not where I'm supposed to get out. Oh, no. But you know what? It was God that allowed that because he's taking you to a different place. He's taking you to a different place, and, and that wasn't a mistake. And what, where you're at, is where exactly where he wants you at right now. So we thank you, Lord, for the place, the place that that um, Carol's in, Father God. I, I pray, Father God, that you show her what it is that she needs to see, Father God, in that place, that place that she thinks she made a mistake in in getting there. That, but it's not a mistake. And so that place, that place, that place that you have her, you're aware of it. You are aware of it, God, and help her to be to be aware that you are making it possible for her to be there, and that there's some things that she's going to learn in that place, in that place, something about that place, that place. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, help her, Father God, to learn the lessons in that place, to see what, what she needs to do in that place. And uh, we just thank you for the place and that, that time and place that you have her in. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. And, Lord, I pray that um, that you help her, Father God, in anything that she may need. Supply all her needs according to your riches and glory, Father God. Meet every need that she has, Father. You be, be, you be her husband for her, Father God. Help her. Father God, and help her and guide her, Father, in the name of Jesus. There's more more ways to get to a place than the ways that we think. And so God has you in a certain place, and you may think that it's not that place that you're supposed to be, but there's more ways than one. And God has you where he, he wants you because he's taking you so, somewhere. He's taking you to a, a different place, but don't fight it, Carol. Don't fight it. 
and go with it and let allow God to show you what it is he's trying to show you in that 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 drive off the the wrong gate that you think you're in the wrong place let him show you and the less you uh, are resistant the sooner you're going to see what he's trying to do thank you lord for carol in jesus name we pray amen all right carol carol amen How are you? <laughs> i am um patiently waiting <laughs> now i am um, all right Go ahead, go ahead. You're looking for what? Are you there? Hello? Oh, her phone, I think her call dropped. Uh, Yes, it did drop. Well, she'll call back again. I'll get her back. I can't call out, so that's a bummer. Okay, so when she calls again, I'll pick her, her number again. All right, three zero three one five seven. Your name and where you're from. Three zero three one five one seven. What's going on? Unmute yourself. Three zero three five one seven. All right, I'll come back to that one. Oh, I do hope uh, Carol calls back. Um, eight two eight nine eight nine. Your name and where you're from. Eight two eight nine eight nine. Your name and where you're from. Hello. Unmute yourself. Eight two eight nine eight nine. All right. Let me try the other person. Three zero three five one seven. Your hands are up. Okay. Three zero three five one seven. Your name and where you're from. Okay. All right. I can't take the other one until. All right. Hello. Two eight nine eight nine. Your name and where you're from? Okay. There's people, they have their hands up, but for some reason, they're not answering. So I'm going to play a song, and then I'll come back to those calls. Oh, I do apologize, uh, Carol. Your call dropped, and I can't call from this this, um, platform. So uh, at least I got your prophecy over you. So allow me one moment. Give me one second here. And I'll play a song. Okay. Um I see that uh, Prophet Randy sent me uh, a text message saying that Cassandra wants prayer. So let's lift her up. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, we thank you for Cassandra, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for for her life, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's go back to 303-517. Let's see if they're there. Hello? Anybody there? Your name and where you're from? Your name and where you're from? Okay, it's not not allowing me. All right. Uh, 828-989. Your name and where you're from? 828-989. Okay, they're not answering. All right. 646-747. Your name and where you're from? Yes. Hello. Your name and where you're from? I'm Celine from New York. I'm sorry. Okay. 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 Let me put you on mute, and then I'll come right back. Okay. Thank you, boys. We're on Father God. We just thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for her life, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. There's some things that um, I see that uh, I see you like if you're um, on an ironing board and you're ironing your clothes. Um, the Word of God talks about that our garments are without spots or wrinkles. And so I, I believe that God is showing you how to how to have your garments without wrinkles. <laughs> God is showing you some things about your your life, your your the way that you walk with him. And there's some, there's some ironing out that he's showing you how to iron out those things with his iron, the iron, um, but not in a bad way. It's not uh, like the iron of something harsh. Um, God is showing you how to live life in him and uh, living a life without spots or wrinkles. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing you on an ironing, uh, an iron ironing, that, and you know all the things that we do, and the things in our life is all done through Him. We can't do anything in our own strength. We can't do anything with our own power. Um, everything we do is with His instructions, His guidance. And so I see that that you're learning some things that you're um, allowing Him to show you how to. You know, like a mother shows a daughter, a son, a father shows a son, this is how you go about doing this. This is how you do things, you know. And as we grow up, our mother showed us how to iron our clothes the right way so that they wouldn't be all wrinkly. And so the Lord is showing you some things. And so we thank you, Father God, for what you're showing on And we praise you, Lord. We thank you for her life in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good and you. Good, good. Hello. How is everything? Yes, I'm hearing you. Oh, How was your week? 
So what is God's is better than mine? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, um, this past week I'm feeling like depressed. I'm feeling like, um, you know, sometimes God promises you something and you don't see it and you, you're like, oh, I'm tired. And I just, I, it's like, I don't know. It's like I don't want God to tell me, just show it. Because it's like I'm, I know it's bad, but it's like I'm tired of hearing things. I just need to see it, and I just need mm-hmm. him to make me leave it, not only hearing it or or give me that process. I don't know. I know it's very bad, but it's just like, yeah, it's just how I feel. No, you're being honest with God. You are being honest yeah, with God. Yeah. And he's he's trying to show you, and that's what he's trying to show you to iron out the clothing because everything we receive from God has to be by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, things not yet seen. So there's that hope in him and that when we don't see things right away, sometimes it's because God is is behind the scenes working things out. Mm. And we yeah. want it now, like shake and bake. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the, the chicken shake and bake. Uh, there used to be a commercial yeah. uh, about that shake and bake. Could you put the chicken in the bag and shake it and then bake it, <laughs> you know, everything. In- <laughs> and so God is trying to yeah. show you the walk of faith. And so that's what he's ironing yeah. out in your garment mm. without spots or wrinkles. It's not only living the pure life. There's other things that God wants you to understand, you know, that that build our faith, that stretch our faith mm-hmm. as we wait upon the Lord. And while we're waiting mm-hmm. on him, we worship him, we thank him. And that's a form of saying to him, yes, Lord, I thank you because it's already done. <laughs> when you worship him and you acknowledge that he's in control, it's already done. Mm-hmm. And so that moves the hand of God when we are in faith. And so that's what God. That's where God is taking you. That's where He's ironing something, little things here and there, to make your garments look nice and smooth. <laughs> you know, He wants wow. His bride to look nice, not for her garments to be all wrinkly. And you know, she wants mm-hmm. to be looking at her best, right? So part of looking yeah. at her best yeah. is that walk of faith. That walk of faith. Mm. Yet, I don't see it yet, but I know that he's in control and he's going to bring it to pass. Yeah. Amen. Whatever your desire, whatever other hearers are listening to, oh, yes, you desire this, this, that job, or that spouse that you'd so much desire, God is working things out. Or that mm. that finances that need to come in, God is working things out. And so when you walk in faith, Believing and trusting, he's going to make it happen. He's making it happen. He's working already behind the scenes. We don't see it, but he's working it out. He's putting certain people, certain things in place, and that takes time sometimes. And at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's stretching us out in the place that God wants us. Like we were talking about Sister Barbara, her stretching out was, Dealing with certain people You're stretching mm-hmm. out Maybe different from hers But God is stretching you out So you don't become brittle and broken You know 
and mm-hmm. wanting things your way. Do you want your things things your way or you want things God's way? Mm-hmm. Right? And so we may get things our way, and then when we, we get it, we're like, no, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> you know? You know, some like uh, some ladies that I know, oh, yeah, they wanted to get married. And the first guy that they met that went to church because he was in church, oh, they figured he was a man of God. And because they were so de- they, they were so desperate for, for, for uh, uh, somebody in their lives, they went and took the first guy that came their way. And guess what? They were on the prayer line after that asking for prayer for their husbands to change. Because they didn't wait. Yeah. They didn't wait. Yeah. You know, or, or the job, the job, the job. Okay. So they take the first job, and, and then they end up having headaches in that job and wishing they weren't even there. But they didn't wait. Mm-hmm. Wait upon the mm-hmm. Lord. Wait on him. He has his perfect timing, and that takes faith. It takes faith. Yeah. And so when we step out in faith and trusting him and worshiping him and, and thanking him, it does something inside of us. It changes us and and, and our our spiritual seeing, the way we see things, it changes. And so we start getting excited. And then when we get excited, it's almost like we already have it. And so it doesn't matter if mm-hmm. it gets there or not. <laughs> You're so excited about what God is doing in your life. That that's that's mm-hmm. the moment that God wants that excitement, mm-hmm. you know. And then once you have it, you know, okay, then you have it and you're happy about it. But it's not the same thing as when you have that walk of faith and trusting in Him and knowing that He's doing it. There's something about that that, that it's exciting, you know. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a a bride when she's preparing to get married, right? And she's doing all the preparation for the wedding day and she's all excited, you know, okay. And then the wedding day comes and it's all over, you know, there's still, you know, that love and excitement and things, but it's not like that time of preparation that was so exciting. Oh, and she's fixing the flowers and she's arranging for this and the dress and the, the banquet and, and the, the church ceremony and, you know, the excitement of all that. So God wants you in that, that part to understand that the, the good part is in that joy of preparing for your blessing, for, for that what you're praying for. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. think I, I, I've lost, my, I've lost my, my excitement because I used to have this, the excitement and when things go on, and I say, you know what, I don't want to have it anymore. I just, you know, don't don't even talk about it. Just if you're gonna do it, <laughs> just throw it. That's it. Because I I can't. It's like it's, like, it's painful. It's very painful when you're waiting for something and you don't see it. You have faith. You pray about it, and you say, yes, today, today, and. It's like it's like even once, but maybe ten times, and you don't see it now. It's just okay. It's like you lose lost that excitement, and you just okay. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do it, just do it. But I just I, I well, can't. I just, I, I just can't. Yeah. Build yourself up again. <laughs> that sounds very you up. very not holy. I I, I know it's, that doesn't sound holy, 
holy is my No, but you're being honest. <laughs> I know you're being honest. <laughs> when you say, God, help my unbelief and help me to believe and to get to where you want me to get to. Yeah. He's the one that's going to do it through you. It's not you doing it through yourself. You see? Yeah. And it's okay to oh be God. honest about that. That's okay. You know, you say, Lord, I don't have it. Yeah. I need you to help me. And that's where he wants. Yeah. That's what he wants. He says, ah, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking mm-hmm. to this through me that we're going to do this. Yeah. And so true. that's the that's ironing true. that God is, is trying to iron out some things. That, no, this is this can't stay this way. We got to iron this out. Mm-hmm. And how do we iron this out? It's not through you. It's through me. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it through you. Okay? And mm-hmm. that's what's going to mm-hmm. give him glory. Because mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that we get from God has to be through God. Mm-hmm. He's the one mm-hmm. that gives us the faith for everything. And if we don't have it, ask him for it. Say, God, yeah. forgive me for my unbelief. I want to believe, but I, this is hard. Give me the strength. Give me what I need to get to where you want me to be. Mm. So he will start. Mm. Amen? That's okay. You're being honest. And that's if you had not asked that question, um, said what you said, you'll be still stuck there. You wouldn't be moving. Mm. So now you're going to be moving because God is going to straighten some things out. He's going to help you iron some things out. He's the one that's mm-hmm. going to do it through you, through his word. And as yeah. you seek his word and, and spend time with him, he's going to show you some things so that you can build up mm-hmm. in him. Amen? And he's the one that's going to do it. He's going to show you. Yeah. Spend time with him. And and then you'll, you're you going to get all the things that you're desiring. Is Your desire is going to start changing to his desire. It's what he wants. It's not how you want it. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then, so when you become one with him and spend time with him in the secret place, then you're like, oh, I see. I see what you're doing, Lord. And then all of a sudden, you know how when you spend time, I don't know if you're married or not, but when people are married and they spend time with mm-hmm. you're not? You are? No. <laughs> actually, okay. actually, it's like, yeah, it's like about that. I was praying about like, okay, it's like about to find someone. And uh-huh. every time I pray, like, I used to dream about the old God say, yeah, I'm, you can, someone's, oh, my God, I'm going to send somebody and I don't see it. And I pray about it with me and my family, my mother, we pray about it. And over and over, and I say, okay, now it's just like, yeah, I have this relationship with you. I'm doing my thing, but this, you know what, if you're going to do it, do it, but I'm out because I don't, I don't oh, my God.
There's some things he's bringing those little kids out so that when you do are ready, then then that moment will happen. But you don't focus on that. You focus on the Lord. And as you're making yourself better with or without anyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. With or without anyone, Mm -hmm. then then that's going to be attractive to the other person. Because nobody mm-hmm. wants a needy person to, to for, for them to fulfill something in them, in another person. Yeah. Because that's a tall, tall order. You don't want that. I don't mm-hmm. want to be with somebody that is so needy of me. <laughs> they're they're going to suck the life out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be full. It, 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 people, I want to be find myself with someone that is mm-hmm. godly, that is on mm-hmm. their two feet, and that seeks God and hears from the Lord, just like I mm-hmm. do. You see? Yeah. Oh, are you yeah. going to look for oh. the first thing that comes your way, and you don't even know, because you're so needy, you don't even know that that's not the right person yeah, for you. True. Yeah. So your focus yeah. has to shift well, from, God think, to, from right. whoever that person is to God. Oh, I and don't you have any be so full of God. <laughs> That yeah. when another person comes in, it'll be the same thing, that you're so focused on God and what God wants and what God desires, that that's what's going to make you happy. And then when that, that finally happens, then if that's what the Lord wants, and he finds that in his purpose for, to have you with another person, but he wants to be the one, he wants to be your husband. God wants to be your everything. He doesn't want someone I, else to be I, your I, everything. I felt- if I'm being honest, I feel it because sometimes um, last month I was very sick and and because I'm I'm alone here, I don't have much family here. So sometimes uh-huh. when I'm doing something, I can I can feel this love. I can I I, I know like I I have a husband. Like I feel, it's like it's, it's like Amen. I can't even explain that, but I feel. I feel the love sometimes when I'm when I'm alone when I'm when I'm like so depressed or I'm going through something I feel like I have a husband. It's like my soul knows no knows that, that I have a husband. Amen. Like now when I'm going through this week and and God told me like there's somebody there's someone there's and I'm just oh God no. <laughs> Oh, not today, God, because I can go through that for you. You know, first of all, you know, you have to be good in your own skin. And then as you meet other people, it'll happen if that's what God wants. You know, focus on him, go to church, meet people at church, fellowship with them, you know, center it on God. And, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But if it doesn't happen, then... Are you going to be miserable because of that? Because he doesn't want, maybe he's trying to spare you from something. You know, it's like these ladies exactly. that I knew that they want, they wanted to have a husband so bad because their mentality was that, oh, if you don't have a husband, then you're nothing. No, you are yeah. something. Mm-hmm. There's something in God. You mm-hmm. are somebody. You mm-hmm. are a daughter of a king. You are somebody. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they, their background, their upbringing, in the culture that they came mm-hmm. from, that's what they thought. And so they hurried and got married to these guys that they went to church just to look for a good woman, but they weren't really godly men. Mm-hmm. And they were mm-hmm. in trouble after that. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that, that delay may be God protecting you too. Because it could yeah. be a I, mess I, later I think on. it's protecting me. But I do think, because my mom said that to me, but I do think, I do think that the the, the devil used that to to make me like to make it's not because I'm a bad person, but to make me be afraid to be with somebody. You know, sometimes yes, God puts you like yes, you and him, but at the same time, sometimes you just used to be with yourself and God. So now it's just like to be with somebody. You're so scared to be with somebody, and you and you don't know how to be with someone. You don't know how. You know how to love. And no, you, know you don't. Even love, when you get you know married to with protect. somebody, you don't. You learn something because it's a ministry. You have to minister mm-hmm. to another person. It's a different ministry when you get married. It's a ministry to, to, to minister to the person that you marry. And it's not going to be the same yeah. thing. That's work. That's hard work right there, let me tell yeah. you, yeah. because they're, they're different yeah. from mm-hmm. how we are. They're, they're male, yeah. and males are very different from women. We may look like each oh, other God. you know, in human form, yeah. but they're different. And so you're mm-hmm. going to have to treat this person with the, the love of God, and some, of, some days it's going to be tougher than other days, but there's yeah. going to be lessons yeah. learned. And so yeah. God is preparing you. He's finishing. You know how when you wear, like I told you, with the ironing of the clothes, it's still not finished. Yeah, I think they yeah. You I can't wear one coat still wrinkled. Yeah, I think my one coat is right. Is that, that like I just, like yes, I do know how to love. I'm not such a but I do know how to give. I do know, but to receive that, I don't know. Like I, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to receive love. I don't, I don't know when someone loves me. I don't, don't know that. And I'm scared, maybe because the way, uh, like, my, my childhood trauma, but I don't know. But it's like I don't know how to receive love from people. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's the well, miracle. I don't know how to feel. Well, this is the way you fix it. People. By allowing yeah. God to use you to love others. Yeah. Yeah. When you open yourself to le- allow God to use you to minister to others, then that's going to open some things in you. Oh, it's gosh. not going to be easy. Oh, it's not easy to love some that, people. <laughs> it's not yeah. going to be easy to, no, it's to like, love some yes, people. Yes, I, lo- I love the idea. Like, I love love. <laughs> but to like to feel safe, like okay, me and you, like okay, I love you, sister. Yes, I love you. And once you say like I love you, oh no, she doesn't love me. I know she doesn't love me. Oh, forget about it. It's like well, love I don't is know not. A lot of people think that. that love is an emotion, and love is not an emotion. Love is action. Yeah. It's yeah. to act and do oh. what's right for the other person, and that sometimes is not mm-hmm. easy. That is love. Yeah. Not what people think. Oh, mm-hmm. it's lust and and all this other stuff. Sex is not. It's just a small part of of having a marriage or having a relationship with another person. It's more than that. It's being mm-hmm. there with that person when they need you. It's being with mm-hmm. that person when when that person is in their in their bad point and when they're up and when they're down, you're still there with them, and you're not yeah. judging them. 
And, you know, because it's not mm-hmm. always going to be, you know, hunky-dory, like I say. It's not going to be always hunky-dory. There's going to be good times no. and bad times. And so love is not an emotion. True love is not an emotion. Mm-hmm. It's doing the other person good. Mm-hmm. It's doing the other person good. Even in the days that they don't deserve <laughs> for you to do them good, <laughs> you still do them good. That's true. I know That's I was true. married. That's I've had I have kids and I have grandkids. <laughs> I have the teacher what? and I've done that. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, your wife was so young, so I don't see you. You know, I'm single now, your but I know. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm single wow. now, but if that was enough choice, that's because the other person wanted to walk away. Um, and do their own oh, thing oh. the wrong way, but I still oh, love, and I, you know, I'm not bitter. Uh, I still pray okay. for this person, and but and there's lessons. And what if you know you end up going through that, those lessons? God forbid. You know, it's not mm. always in the good time. It's what God is teaching you in the journey, what God is showing you, mm. and then you become a better person mm. for someone else. You know, in my case, you know, whether it comes or it doesn't come, I'm content. Yes, I want somebody in my life, but um, that's my flesh wanting that other person, not my spirit. My spirit says God is enough. If God wants it, then God will allow it. If God doesn't want it, then God won't allow it. And that's one of the things that I tell him, Lord, if it's not of you, don't let any of that happen. But if it's you, only mm-hmm. if it's going to bring you glory. Mm-hmm. Only if it's going to bring you glory. But I don't want something that might move me away from you. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. I don't want something if it's not of, of God. Only God knows. But I've seen you, this too many times. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. Will you trust anyone? Like, I know, not anyone, but will you, are you able to trust a man? To be to in your life? To be with you? Trust, uh, um, trust, trust this, that, that, that person. Oh, like, trust? trust? Trust anyone, uh, yeah. The only one I trust is God, really. Because men and women, they do stuff. And so you, if you don't have love in your heart to forgive, then you shouldn't be getting married, <laughs> period, mm-hmm. because people mm-hmm. are going to do things to you. They're going to always mm-hmm. do things to you. And if, if they choose to stay or to walk away, they're going to do things. But am I going to choose to love? Mm-hmm. Even even when other people don't act right. Mm-hmm. They can choose whatever they want. But I have a choice to make. Am I going to walk in love? Mm-hmm. Am I going? It's not a matter. I trust God with whatever choices He brings for me. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's always going to be perfect. That doesn't mean that it's going to be um, problem free. Even the best of pastors mm-hmm. of ministers, they still have problems, and they have to sort it out with God's wisdom, they have to still seek God. 
to learn how to live with another person, to love another person. It's not automatic. Even though God may choose that person for them, that doesn't mean it's going to be scot-free of, of, of problems. There's going to be problems to work through just because of the mm-hmm. fact that we're different. Men and women are different. Yeah. We have to learn to resolve things with God's mm-hmm. wisdom. It doesn't stop right there. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a ma- marriage made in heaven. Now, God in your marriage can make it work. You know, yeah. that's just foolishness to think that, oh, yeah, everything's going to be perfect. No, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. You're still going to be dealing with a person that 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 has uh, that can get as carnal in one moment or as spiritual in the next. I've seen it with pastors. I see it. I see it all the time. I see it with people. I see it with, you know, loved ones. And whoever says that they're married, that they never fight or anything in this or that, I'm like, oh, that's such baloney. If you don't, if you don't learn to, you know, discuss uh, your things with the other person, it gets sometimes loud. But, um, and including God in everything, you're not going to resolve. You're not going to make a stronger marriage. There's got to be something to, you know, make it strong. Mm-hmm. But it, for it to be perfect, uh-uh. There's no perfect marriage. Even going in, mm-hmm. even if you love them so much, there's going to be stuff. Even in the best of marriages. And some people pretend mm-hmm. that it's wonderful, but it's instead of... uh uh, love, it's more martyrdom them, uh, from one of the spouses than it is in love. <laughs> you don't want that either. Mm-hmm. It has to be worked out. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So without God, nothing's possible. Just yeah. spend time with the Lord, mm-hmm. spend time with the people at church. And the best place to, to to meet people and see them in the their right state in the way they really act is among other people, mm-hmm. because people could put on uh, airs, you know, when they're alone with you and pretending to be one thing. Or well, you really know a person by watching them when they're around other people. Mm-hmm. And so, spend mm-hmm. time in groups and in church with other people and uh, just living life the way God wants you to live it. And when it happens, it'll happen. If it doesn't, well, you got God. He's there with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we we focus on, oh, we have to have money or we have to have this or we have to have that or I'm not happy. Then once you have it, then you're miserable. <laughs> and that's not what God wants. God will give it to you, Mm -hmm. but he wants you to focus on him first. Seek ye first Mm -hmm. the kingdom of God, and all these other things Mm -hmm. will be added. And some women is, oh, I have to have a child. I have to have a child. Man, when they have that child, that child is a big headache. (laughs) They wanted the child, that child. No, he wasn't supposed to be, or she wasn't supposed to be this way. I see that with people. You know, um, be careful what you want. Want God. Want God. Yeah. And all these other things mm-hmm. will be added on. And it's going to be for his mm-hmm. glory. If he gives you anything, it's for him to add to you, to make you stronger, to do more.
for your first kingdom. And at the same time, you will enjoy it too. You, you'll enjoy what he gives you. But he's not going to give you something for you to stray away with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? So focus on God. I know I'm not no yeah. different from you. I want a companionship, but I want the right one. I don't want anything. Yeah. I've seen it too many times in the church. I see, And I stopped a couple mm-hmm. of girls, too. One of them had a boyfriend. He was the meanest thing, but he would go to church because she was going to church over there, and he liked her. And I said, girl, this is none of my business, but this young man has a bad temper. He's not for you. You're going to be miserable. And I didn't know that I was prophetic at that time. And do you know mm-hmm. this girl listened? And years later, mm-hmm. I saw her sister, and I said, well, how's uh, Ruthie, Ruthie doing? Her name was Ruth. She goes, oh, she left that guy, and she married this other guy. He even looks like her, and they had three girls, and they're so happy. They're in ministry, and, and I'm like, what? Wow. And I was wow. like, thank you, Jesus, that she listened. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen both ends. I've seen yeah. both ends <laughs> of those that see God and wait on God, and I've seen those that couldn't wait. And they were on the prayer line because they <laughs> married the wrong guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let wow. God wait That's on the good. Lord and be patient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's going to be, it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Put your eyes on yeah. Jesus, the lover of your yeah. soul, the one that loves you. Mm. Let him iron mm. out the things that he needs to iron out in you first. Yeah, because we yeah. attract who we are, and if there's some things that we need to fix, mm-hmm. we're gonna attract somebody that needs fixing, a lot of fixing. Mm-hmm. So let okay. him work on you. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. not telling you mm-hmm. anything yeah. different than than I'm living myself. And so, mm-hmm. I want some certain things, mm-hmm. but I want them mm-hmm. good. I don't want them. I want them yeah. God's no way. Because I don't want to have a headache later on. Because <laughs> no. I, no. I wasn't really a believer, and I married the wrong person because I didn't know what God wanted. I didn't know that you, we can ask God. I didn't know. Mm. And so I had the wrong thing, and I paid for it. Lord knows <sighs> I paid for it, and I'm not going there that again. <laughs> so when that person comes... Is a person that's going to love me and love God first and then love me. Because if a man doesn't love God, he doesn't, he won't love you either. Yeah. And I've told many girls that. And they, one of them didn't listen to me. And now she's paying the price. Ooh. Because she didn't listen. I said, this young man does not love God and he's not going to love you. No, 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 no. Went and did her own thing. Guess what? He didn't love her. He was loving everybody else. But he wasn't loving oh, her. Oh, God. And then they had kids. Ooh. And guess what? There are more trouble. So it breeds yeah. more trouble, breeds more trouble when you don't listen, when you get impatient. Mm-hmm. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait for the. What God has for you. 
because the false thing, mm-hmm. the enemy will bring the what's false. And you, if you get too impatient, mm-hmm. you're going to grab the first thing that is not of God. That's true. Big. That's true. You know? Amen? All right. Yeah. Is there yeah. anything else you Thank would like you to so say? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hope I wasn't, you know, I didn't scare much. you. No, not at all. I'm just, I'm telling you not at all. Not to him, no, 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 no. Thank so you run so to much. the arms Thank of you. Jesus and let him keep on loving you. <laughs> yeah. And you'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, yeah. what you, else do I have you. to iron out in my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome, sister. God bless you. Have a good night. Okay. All right. Good night. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure that I have everybody. Oh, I have another (laughs) another one one one. Let's see. I'll be right there. Okay. Three two one two three zero. Your name and where you're from. Hi, this is Antolise. I'm calling from New York. Antolise? Yeah. Okay. New York. All right. Let me let me mute you and I'll be back. Father God, thank you, Lord. For Antolise, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for Antolis. Thank you for her life, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm hearing yes, and then I hear no, and then I hear yes, and then I hear no, and then I hear yes, and I hear no. And so the Lord says, what do you want? What do you want? One moment you say yes, and one moment you say no. And God says, you know, is it yes or is it no? Is it yes or is it no? Because a double-minded man, minded man, will not receive anything. And, And so I'm seeing like a man that has two heads, a woman that has two heads. One side, one head is saying, yes, let's go this way. And the other one is saying, no, let's go this way. And the body is not moving anywhere because there's no agreement. And your agreement has to be with the Lord. And so you can't be yes and no because you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Ask the Lord, where? What do I do? What do I say? How do I do it? And so a double-minded man will not have anything. I'm not going anywhere. So the Lord says, what is it that you want? I'm here for you. You're not alone. Come, let's walk and be in agreement together, and you'll see. You'll see. 
You'll see me. You'll see the way. I'll show you the way. I'll show you the way. I am the way. I am the way. Thank you, Lord, for Father God. Thank you, Lord, for showing her the way. The way. The way. Your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Ooh, thank Hello? you, Lord. Anthony, are you there? Thank you. Yes, I'm here. How are you, dear? I'm okay. A little, like, all over the place. <laughs> but that's why I called you. <laughs> oh. What, what are you all over the place about? Just about, like, things like what I should be doing. What I, I don't. I don't <laughs> just feel I don't know about things I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. I don't know, just like kind of like confused, just about different things going on in my life. But okay, I don't know. Of course, I want to do the right they, thing, make the right decisions. Okay. And is it something that goes against what God says? Um. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I First think of all, you know what? Whatever, it's like things that you need to write it go down. ahead. I'm sorry. You need to write it down. Oh. Write it down and then see what it is that you really are, are trying to decide. Once you see it, then you look in the word and say, Lord, show me about this. I want your mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Show me. Am I wanting this? And is this from you, or is this what I want? Is this not mm-hmm. from you? Because whatever mm-hmm. you want has to be right before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I've, and then you can jot that down, you know, narrow things down by seeking his word, mm-hmm. because you'll get your answer in God's word, even reading the word, and all of a sudden, bing, you'll get the answer. Or maybe mm-hmm. you'll pray about something, and then, you go to sleep, and then before you know it, sometimes even when you wake up, you'll get the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times mm-hmm. have I thought about something, and then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, that was easy. When I wake yeah. up, when I sleep on things and pray on things, and God gives me the answer as I read his word. Not just through thin air. You read the word, it's in his word. The answer is in his word. Mm-hmm. And so as you spend time with him, he's going to show you, and he'll just drop it in your spirit. You may be reading something, and all of a sudden, bam, it hits you. Oh, this is what I'm sensing God is saying, you know? Mm -hmm. So write it down. Write write these things that you have to do. And if it's Mm -hmm. something that you have to do and you don't know how to go about doing it, pray. Say, God, show me how to do this, how to tackle this. And sometimes the, what it is that we have to do is so big, we don't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. But if you cut it in in, in segments, uh, I'll do this now, then this later, then this later, and then this later, and before you know it, you've completed it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because it's something I it's something I was just like telling myself like I need to write things down. And normally I like try to, 
but I don't know. I've been having like these. I don't know. It's been like kind of hard for me. I don't know why. And I, even when I'm praying, I'm like, oh, like I don't even know what to pray for. I'm so all over the place. And I'm glad that you said that because I was thinking like I need to write this. I need to actually just do it instead of just thinking about doing it because I have been and taking feeling, care like, of yourself. Yeah, if you're not taking care of yourself, your brain doesn't work as clearly. If you're not getting the rest, the right nourishment, the vitamins, you know, we need to take mm-hmm. multivitamins at least. The you know, mm-hmm. water and and self-care and then when you take care of your body, then your body is able to take care of you. Your mind will be clear, your body will be clear, and then you could be more focused on what what God is saying and what God is trying to tell you. Absolutely. I can tell you that when I'm I'm tired, I'm hungry, I'm hangry, <laughs> I can't focus, <laughs> and that's yeah. not the right time to make any decisions. <laughs> not yeah. a good time to make any decisions. And when you got to go to the supermarket and you're hungry and you have to come back and you have to go to school or you have to do something for work, that's not the time. You take care of your body, you do what you got to do, and then you spend the proper time in what you have to do. And sometimes breaking things in segments and smaller tasks helps mm-hmm. you to tackle things. Yeah. It helps you to tackle things little by little. You see progress. But delaying and being a procrastinator is not a good thing either. Right. Procrastination is not of the Lord. <laughs> Procrastinate, procrastination is leaving things for tomorrow that you could be doing today. Mm-hmm. And if you keep leaving it for tomorrow and leaving it for tomorrow, it's going to be added to the list. And more things, mm-hmm. and then more anxiety sets in. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, I gave a, a friend this advice one time. They had so many things that they needed to do. And I said, well, why don't you tackle the small things first? Start it on the small things first and then take on the the next bigger thing. And before you know it, you will have time for the big things and tackle and break it down into smaller parts. They're like, yeah, that's right. And they did that, and they accomplished much. Mm -hmm. And you get started, but you don't leave it for another day. You get it done. As soon as you can, even if it's a small task now, another one later. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You start shoveling from the top little by little, and before you know it, you get down to the base of it, of of things, and you get things done. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then uh, no more yes and no. (laughs) <laughs> no more you should <laughs> Ask the Lord yeah. what it is that you want and pray about it and write it down. Journal. Do you journal? I do, but I haven't in a while since I um I moved up in like at my mom's house until my I found a place and it was ready. So I'm moving um in a week, but I've been like so overwhelmed with everything that's you know, has led up to the move. And just so much like that's been going on, so I've been like 
easily distracted. Yeah, that, that's monumental. Yeah, that's a lot of work right there. But yeah, let me let me tell you what to do. Um, okay. Well, when you make a move, you you start getting boxes. You start labeling every labeling everything. It may take mm-hmm. you a while, and you get everything. This goes belongs in this room. This belongs in that room. This is this, this, and this. You label it, right? You package it really mm-hmm. good. Even use your own clothing and towels and everything to even use as pack, package wrapping. Once you get that all done, then when it goes in the truck or whoever's car, then when it gets into the new place, you know where each box mm-hmm. goes into, which room they go into. Their yeah, yeah. I um, I actually I just um I moved from Florida back to New York, um. So my things are I packed and they're on a pod, but so I have to get it shipped okay. here. But um, uh-huh. you know, in between that time, I was like back and forth, and then like um working to make sure I can get everything taken care of. Like I was here, but I still had like all my bills and responsibility in Florida until my lease was up. So now. My lease is up. I'm going to be moving in a place here. I've been here since October, since the hurricane. But in between that time, i just been trying to get things together. I was, like, looking for a workspace because I'm a cosmetologist. I found a workspace, so I was working on that. And then trying to find a place to live, I was working on that. Got that done. But in between time, I don't know. I've just been really, like, overwhelmed and then, like, and my have personal you been life. Sleeping, right? Have you been sleeping regular at a regular time? No. And okay, I'm so sure that has a lot to, to do get, with. Yeah, your body needs to, to have a rhythm um, in doing mm-hmm. things. Uh, mm-hmm. All things on this earth go through a, a circadian rhythm. If you break that circadian rhythm in your body, it doesn't work well. And that's why when people go from one side to the world to the other, they get jet lag because they're breaking a rhythm in their body that's natural. And then it can't. It takes them at least a week or two to adjust. And so the same thing. If you're not sleeping at the right time, and you're doing different things, you're not. Your brain is like half asleep during the day, and you're. you're it's going to take you longer to do something that you would normally take maybe an hour or two to do. Mm-hmm. Drinking water, making sure you're hydrated, and having a schedule of when you do your things. It's good that you have your workplace you know, your corner to do your workplace, and you put your boxes wherever they're supposed to go into. And then you tackle Mm -hmm. one at a time. Every day you'll tackle one at a time. But first, the kitchen has to be done first because that's where you're going to cook your food. Make sure Mm -hmm. you you put your bed, your mattress, one on top of the other. You can fix the rest later on. And then your clothing, Mm -hmm. you hang up what you're going to be wearing. And then little by little, you go opening up one box after, but don't open all of them, just one at a time. Once you have the basic okay. things like the kitchen and your room and your workplace, mm-hmm. you start opening up things little by little every day. One, uh, If you can do two, then you do two, and you put them where they're supposed to go. Don't make a big mess, just one thing at a time, and you get rid of that, and you get rid of whatever's in the the box, you break down and put it in the corner, and then you go doing that little by little. And before you know it, things get taken care of. Make sure your yeah. bills are paid on time. You can do that from your phone. 
Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of things from your phone. But the thing is, don't procrastinate. But do go to bed early and stay away from the phone. Uh, put your phone mm-hmm. on the opposite end of the room. Cover anything that has light. And don't make the mistakes that if you hear a noise or whatever and you wake up, don't go to your phone. Because that will wake you up. I know, because the other day Mm -hmm. I did the same thing. I woke up and I saw the time and I I went into my phone and then I had the hardest time to go back to sleep. Just turn over and go back back to sleep. Don't don't, um, get into your tablet, to your computer. Stay away from, from light. Make sure that your bedroom is not full of of computers or whatever. Make sure the computer is away from the room. Nothing of computer. The bedroom is for for resting. Okay. Okay. Eating right. Breakfast. Make sure you eat your breakfast. Have snacks. Midday snacks. Carrots. Something. You know, apple. And then have uh, lunch at a proper time. And if you can't make it for lunch, have something in your pocket, you know, that you make a sandwich or something to, so that you don't, because women end up having uh, sugar drops when they don't eat at the proper time. When you're dehydrated, your brain doesn't think either because there's no liquids going through your body. Your vitamins, get a little box. I have a little box and I put my vitamins in there. And I put it on the table or where I'm going to see them. And I drink my, mm-hmm. eat my breakfast, I take my vitamins. Makes a big difference. And if you're someone that has issues, you know, with uh, energy, um, B12 is good for your brain. Mm-hmm. The ones that are um, sublingual, that slowly release, those are very good. You, you will be so happy. Instead of drinking an energy drink that gives you a sugar spike and then drops you later on, vitamin B12 is is better for you. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, And remember, speak the word, even if it's five or ten minutes. Mm -hmm. If you can't, just put the word. There's apps that you can listen to the word. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, get it somehow in you, either listening or reading it. All right. Anything else you want to say? Um, no, thank you. Not nothing else I can think of. All right. Well, God bless you. You have a good week. God bless you. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Good night. All right. Uh, Let's see, 804-218, you're naming where you're from? Hello, this is Angie from Virginia. (laughs) Hi, Miss Angie. Uh, Hey, Miss Coleman. Let me pray for you. All right. Thank you, Lord, Miss Angie, Father God. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I sense that you, you get restless, um, and it's not because you're not taking care of yourself, but 
it's just you get restless because that's who you are. You 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 like variety. And sometimes you when you feel restless you feel like there's something wrong with you and that there's nothing wrong with Miss Angie. The restlessness is that that's who you are, who God created you to be, and you you want new things. You're always looking for new things, and and that's how He made you. And so there's nothing wrong with you, Miss Angie. That says you're restless for nothing because that that restlessness is for you to search search Him more. He's trying to show you new things, other things. But that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. That restlessness has nothing to do with anything bad. It's just God drawing you, pulling you. He said, come here. Come here, Angie. I want to show you something. That's what God is saying. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because she doesn't stay the same. She doesn't want to be the same. And we thank you, Father God, for for that, that energy that you put in her to do things, to be different, to, to find different ways. And we thank you, Lord, because you're leading her and guiding her. You're leading her and guiding her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for her life. Thank you for the ministry that you have in her life at this time and in, in her life right now. That it's not the same that it was before. And it's not going to be the same in the future. It's constantly changing. And so we thank you, Lord, for the changes in her life. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. Let's see. Let me look for her number again. All right. Miss Angie, what is going Ms. on? Miss Carmen, how are you? <laughs> what are you up to? I'm not up to anything. I've just been in, in it one adventure after another and trying to figure my way out of one mess after the other. <laughs> oh, Pippi Longstocking, always in a new adventure. <laughs> you know, it's Pippi a is. new adventure. It's a new it's a new <laughs> door with my mom. You know, they get you know, when your parents get a little older and mm-hmm. you become more of the parent versus the parent becomes the the child, mm-hmm. and you okay. have to adapt to that, and it's very hard. Well, they say that as people get older and closer to their last stages of their life, they become who they really were all their life, more of it, more of themselves, and so that's well, the Lord have mercy on me. Say that again. I said, well, Lord, please have mercy on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. It, it, it's, a, it's a big job. Uh, I know. I took care of my parents, and it was a tall order. But um, but it is a blessing to honor them in their last, you know, years in life in this earth. Um you see them well, sometimes you have to do life. things that don't feel, it doesn't feel very honorable. It uh-huh. feels like disrespect. And yeah. it's very hard to take those steps. Yes. 
and they become harder and they want you to do things that they never did perfect themselves. Um, but they want you to do it perfect. And so I took the advice of one nurse, uh, a physical therapist. She says, you know what? There are many, many, many people out there just like your dad that want things done perfect, but yet they never did things perfect. And so they want to put that task on you for you to, uh, to do it, and you can't. And so she said, be easy on yourself. It's just part of, of them growing older. And, um, you know, don't, don't allow it to, to burden you and to make you think that you have to get it all perfect because you're going to wear yourself out. And I took that advice. And I kept remembering that, and that helped me. I'm like, I can't do this. This is just too much. He was such a perfectionist at the end. Oh, no, it has to be done this way. It has to be done that way. No, I want this, and I want that. And I'm like, no. And I remember what that therapist told me, and uh, that physical therapist told me. And that was some good advice. So what, what else is going on? Are you there? Other than other than other than dousing my feet and rubbing in all the little oils in and loving the results of the healing of the oils from the herbs and mm-hmm. taking the tinctures and feeling stronger and more viral and mm-hmm. lifelike and exuberant nothing. <laughs> What are you doing? Um, I can use some. Well, I'm using sandalwood oil. I'm using cinnamon oil. I'm using uh, frankincense. I'm using um, what cedarwood, sandalwood. Yeah, you just you put a few drops. What I do is take the little essential oil, which they come in very little small bottles. They're very expensive. Be prepared, but what you do is you put it on the bottom of your feet. You just douse a few drops of this and the douse of this kind of kind of oil and that kind of oil, and the myrrh, the frankincense, the cinnamon, the sandalwood, the cypress. They're different oils, and when you start putting it on your feet and you and you douse a few few drops of each oil on your feet. Rub your feet together and rub it in. Put some socks. Put your feet in the back into your shoe and watch how vibrant these oils will bring to your body. The energy Ooh. that will begin to serve. The, it will surge throughout your body. It will bring clarity to clarity to your mind. It will begin to open up the things of God's creation around you. Even the animals and the wildlife will respond to you. Do you hear Hmm. what I'm saying? Wow. I need some of those oils. So do you make your I'm telling you, I can go outside. 
and speak to the nature and the nature responds. Do you, you understand? There is a whole world that has been hidden from us. Hmm. Oh. I, I'm interested in I have a squirrel that, that sits up in the tree and waits for me to wake up in the morning. Staring into my window. I have a crow that sits at the end of my driveway. I have bluebirds (laughs) and redbirds and visitors that come. I even had a snake yesterday. And I told the snake, I said, look, I don't like snakes. I'm kind of scared of you. But as long as you don't try to come over and crawl over my feet and go your merry way and eat the little bugs and the rodents that you chew on and not mess with me, I won't mess with you. And off he went. <laughs> you know, I saw a, uh, a YouTube video of this man. I guess he lives out in the woods or something. And uh, he has a dog. And he made friends with a coyote and a raccoon and the coyote and the raccoon and the dog, they all come together and they all come for food and they just play with him and, you know, he brushes their hair and they play with each other like nothing. And they enjoy each other's That's company. what I'm looking at. That's what, I, that's what I'm finding very funny. I'm like, I have <laughs> never seen everything work in such a unison and a unity. And I'm like, either I am crazy. No. God is, or God is, I have. God is giving you a preview of what it's going to be like. You know, it's funny. I'm scared of, you know, I've always had bug phobia. You know, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to bees and, you know, things that sting and hurt. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of panic when the wasp comes around me because wasps, if you swat at them, they get angry and they bite you or sting you. Uh-huh. But this, this yesterday, even a wasp spun around me, but yet never uh-huh. landed on me. And I said, please go away because I'm scared of you and off he went. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's kind of uh-huh. sneaky. But I actually had a good time (laughs) shooing him away with my voice, not with panic or trying to kill it. Well, I'm with the birds, and um, I have a column in one part of my house, and uh, I was trying to shush them away because they they poop everywhere. So next thing you know, I put wire (laughs) on the top of that column. And next thing you know, the lovebirds made uh, um, a nest there. And it's been like that. I mean, I clean it, and uh, Daniel, I tell Daniel about it. He goes, oh, they just thought you were making a bird motel for them. <laughs> so I've had several <laughs> you, gave a lo- you gave them a lot. You gave them a love hub. <laughs> And I've had a lot of little baby doves come out of that, and they're up there. <laughs> uh, and then uh, one of the uh, little birds went through the side of my house, and um, they went through the flappers. 
And I was like, oh, no. So I started pulling out and pulling out nothing but nests. And there were about four or five of them. And I'm like, oh, no, what am I going to do with these birds? I had to put some wire there so they wouldn't go back in there because it was where the, 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 the vent for the bathroom would throw out the air. And I was like, no wonder I couldn't get any air out of here. And so I put them in a terracotta pot and I put the nesting in there and I took some yarn and I made something to hang it up. Do you know those birds were there? The mama would come every day and bring them food, and I can hear them from inside the house. And finally, one day, they all flew away, all of them at the same time. And there was an empty pot, uh, an empty uh, terracotta pot, but uh, but they survived. But um, I, the birds think that my house is a, a hotel. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm starting to think everything that 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 everybody else is chewing off is coming over here. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, yeah. So, what else? But, but I, I had a lot. I think it was a copperhead, but he didn't bother me. Ooh. He he, yeah. He just he he looked at he 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 looked at me. He wasn't frightened of me. I wasn't frightened of him. But usually, you know, those kind of things kind of startle you. And I just told uh-huh. him, I said, look, don't crawl over my shoe. Don't crawl over. Don't try to come towards me. If you do what you do and let me do what I do, I won't mess with you. You can mm. you can continue on. But keep, you know, let's have our boundaries. You know, and off he went. He didn't. He didn't. You know. So, and nor it, it wasn't. It wasn't a quick getaway or whatever. We were at peace with one another, not at war. Well, Ooh, you know, and know. usually that's not my response to these things. Yeah, I, I had so, a, a rattlesnake next to me one time when I lived in uh, California and. And once I heard that rattle, I ran. They say not to run, but I ran. <laughs> it was right next to me. <laughs> it blended with the terrain. So no, I'm not too far. I think that I think we can speak to the speak to the creatures. I think uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I've already had a plant talk to me, and I don't want to talk about that because I don't want everything talking to me that's growing. <laughs> I really don't. But um. I know that's crazy, but it's it happened, and uh, I'm just amazed at the Creator with His creation. I am in awe. Mm. So I am. You talked about the cypress oil, the cinnamon oil, the myrrh, the sandalwood, and you mix them up, and the frankincense. Frankincense. Okay. I've been putting. I I I, ha, I have some uh, priestly anointing oil that I I have been using for about a month, and, and it's the oil that they made for the priest in the in the temple. And I've been putting it on and saying that you called us to be the priest in the earth. And you know, and I said, God, if you give me, you know, I pray for the mind of Christ. The ears to hear, the eyes to see, the voice to speak, 
and the strength to stand in the truth, to speak it out. And things are shifting. Mm. Huh? And rapidly. Wow. You know, yeah. it's not that I want to abuse what you put in the yard. You put it here for me to use and to benefit me. Teach me, God. I'm teachable. And yeah. I'm willing not to accept everybody's tradition and opinion, but take it from what you show me. I'm willing to learn. And it's just exploding. And I think that that's what God is asking us to do, to become the priest in the earth, to bring forth those things that he said that we were here to do to begin with. Mm-hmm. Even with the weather? Because the sacrifice of Christ was to restore man back to the authority of what he stood in to begin with before it was stolen. And that was to be the priest of the earth and take dominion over those things that are around us and responsibly care for them. Mm -hmm. I may or may not be. I'm willing, you know, I'm learning. Okay. And I'm you know, so, and I'm amazed at what's opening up. Am I am I one of those crazy tree huggers? No, I've never been a tree hugger. No, I've <laughs> never been one of those people. So, you know, am I you know, am I that far gone? No, no, no. But I'm just saying showing reverence to the that God himself also took thought to create that for me, and what should I receive from that? I'm willing to receive, God, what this is, what you gave to me to, to receive. So when did you uh, begin to feel different when you did the, the oils? Overnight or... No, I I have just I mean, there there's there's a book that's called the Anointing Oils of the Body. There is a priestly, there is a priest anointing combination oil to put together, and using that combination, which I believe King David, which we're supposed to, did he not say that in the end times it's going to be the you know, David is going to rule. David is right? going to what? The, uh, that he's going to return things back to the time when David, you know, the praise, the worship mm-hmm. of David. The, you know, it's going to be the tabernacle of David. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of, you know, I'm winging it out. I don't have it all figured out. I'm just taking it step by step, breath by breath, and moment by moment, just like everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm just saying that there's something in 
allowing the oils from the plants and the trees or create you know what God created for man to use for his healing healings for the nations applying it yeah, to your you, body trusting him that ago, what he's he's given ago, us to poor humans to receive there was a uh, like I don't want to say a fad, but there was a, a lot of people using oils and selling oils. And one of the things that they would say was that a lot of those oils brought healing. And that they were saying that, you know, we might have a time where we're not able to get to doctors or whatever. And these oils, it's good to have them in your medicine cabinet because they can do you a lot of good. It would be beneficial all kinds of oils. And I remember yeah, that I, mean, I went I'm, to one I've of those. Got... Go ahead. I said, I've got about 10 oils that I've been putting on my feet for about two weeks. And there is a shift and a change. There's clarity in my thinking. There's a more connection to understanding and, and those things around me. There's more of a heightened alert. I'm able to uh, pick up. I'm I'm able to interact with people at a whole different level. Not it's not hocus pocus. It's not. I mean, it's not weird. But somehow or another, there's something in these oils, something in the plant, something that that will nurture our bodies to reconnect us in that fullness of who God is. Mm -hmm. And I cannot, at this point, I cannot explain it. I just know that there's a more of a heightened alert. There's more of a heightened to my senses. And there's more of a response from the creation to to me. Mm-hmm. You may be doing something to the blood because um, in my experience, I I had a bruise in my arm from lifting a bed to clean under it, and um, in one of those meetings with oils, um, they passed on little bottles to, for us to smell it, and I kept taking the oil and putting it on the bruise and the next one I kept putting I didn't know which ones they were but I know that at the end of the meeting that bruise was gone that was helicium or either uh, candela there were a lot of them and they said well which one did it and I go I don't know it's either candela or or helicium helicium is a bruise It, it does help your help the blood to not pull and release the the bruising. Yep. It'll heal Mm -hmm. the body, help the body with that. I'm telling telling you. We have to be careful with those. I'm telling you, God is amazing. Yeah, but we have to know our bodies because some people have – thin blood, um, and if they're not careful, you know, like with anything, like with any kind of medicine, um, 
uh, applying oils and things like that, we have to be real careful that we don't harm ourselves because they can be just as powerful as medicine. A lot of them, um, medicines come from plants. So, um, but your body racket. Wait a minute, that of that. I, this is my understanding by reading some of the books that they're mm-hmm. saying that this is what you know the herbologists are saying of those that have been in it for a long time, that it's it's trying to say, oh, my goodness, I ate too much ice cream, I'm full, to where I'm not feeling well. But your body can process that where they can't do is the synthetic aspect of, of chemicals produce being made up like the same mm-hmm. Makeup as a plant, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like saying I can drink, I can drink too much green tea and my stomach get upset, but am I gonna die from green tea overdose? No, your body knows how to process it. It recognizes it. They're trying to make us scared of it by saying that it will do that. Well, it's not that only, um, you know, even with, like, for instance, taking medication and grapefruit, it can make the, the medication a lot stronger, and you can hurt yourself. And so well, if you're, if you're taking, taking the medication that don't mix with the good, well, the reason why they're saying don't use the grapefruit with the medicine, because the grapefruit mm-hmm. is doing what the medicine does, and then, therefore, you're overdosing. And it, it's yeah, not that you're having too much grapefruit, it's that you're doing the synthetic aspect of the grapefruit have the adverse effect. It's not the grapefruit. Yeah. It's the chemical well, makeup. But some people that's are taking medication. A false image. It's and false if they images. dabble with, you know, yeah, but if they don't know that these things can cause other problems, it, you know, it could make it, certain issues. Careful, be, being careful. We have to be careful with things because we don't want to hurt ourselves as we introduce things into our body. I mean, we don't know if people have different things. You bring things things in one at a time. You don't bring it in all Mm -hmm. at once. I take several things now. I do the mullein. I do the lung clear. I do the black seed oil, faithfully. Why? Because Mm -hmm. there are basic immunity boosters and helpers to maintain a steady balance in your body. Yeah. But why? These are the things that they're telling us now because of the COVID and the different pollutions and poisons that Mm -hmm. that are coming through on air, water, and food. There are poisons in it. Mm -hmm. Even in the food that that we're getting. And that the... The plants are aiding us to help us remove the toxin and the poison in us from our bodies. Just like putting patrus on our body, you know, the little patches that draw things mm-hmm. out of our body. Some of those things will just draw it out. It's pulling it out to remove it. It's amazing what, what this is doing. You know, yeah. an 86-year-old woman who they t- wanted to say when they put unplugged her that she'd be dead in 30 minutes was a lie. 
Well, there's many things that we're putting in our bodies, like um, the fillings in our teeth, the the silver fillings. The mercury call, in, the, uh, in the fillings of your teeth is going yeah. to poison your body. Um, it's in our, well, it, it's in the, it's in it's in the uh, it's in your seafood. It's in it's in the water. It's in mm-hmm. the air, and it's in. And I mean, it, you know, we have to recognize that. You know, there are people out here with evil intent doing evil things against humanity to destroy, to kill, steal, and destroy. God has given well, there a was solution a, to there the There was a, a testimony of a one, a one young woman that was crippled because of the mercury in her mouth. And so yeah. one doctor said, let's remove it safely. Because you can't just remove the mercury without special equipment to, you know, protect the doctor, the nurse, the the the, uh, the dental assistant, and the patient. Um, they had different things to remove. And the girl went into the office, and they safely removed all the mercury. And do you know she walked out of that dental clinic? Um, she was able to walk. She was crippled. She couldn't even walk. And it was all due to that mercury in her mouth. Um, Absolutely. The years of Absolutely. Absolutely. Mhm. And so a lot of doctors, if they talk about that, they lose their license. I um, I'm seeing more and more doctors moving away from that and using the white there composite. Are, there are water filters that are coming in from another country. I won't. Uh, in a it's China, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it has arsenic in the in the filters. If you're trying to mm. get toxins out and you're being poisoned by the filters, why? There's arsenic in it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it made a person so deadly sick. And how do you back up arsenic poisoning? It's going to take you about six months to pull that out of your body. Yeah. But it's in there. There was crazy. And I don't want to believe it, but it's true. (laughs) There was a dentist in uh, California that was, uh, she was removing the the mercury, the, the fillings, the silver fillings from people's mouths over a period of time that doctor ended up with cancer, tumors in her body from all that inhaling, all the vapors that she was removing from other people's mouths. Right. So and that's what you call you. You know, the carrot seed, from what I understand, carrot seed crushed and put into an oil, making a carrot, carrot seed oil will help mm-hmm. you with that. But really? in a... Yes, there's there. I know, I know that no cilantro helps. There's no reason. God said that He gave man 120 years. When's the last time you've seen a 120 year old vibrant person? When is the last time you've seen the latter greater than the former? Mm, we're being robbed. We're being stolen from. And we're get we're be they're not allowing us to receive the promise from God that He gave us for our lives mm-hmm. to be here on the earth 
to do what we've called to do. He promises 120 years. When's the last time you've seen a 120-year-old vibrant person? I saw one on on social media that they were celebrating, but it wasn't quality life. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a quality. You know, Abraham, I mean, I'm just saying, when's the last time you've seen 980-year-olds? You know, if you really want to get to the technical part, when the oxygen level was higher on the earth, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot to be embraced and, and to discover. And I believe God wants to give our generation now the keys to longevity in life to have and to walk out and our purposes to the fullness of what he's called us to do. And we're going to need every every moment and every day of that time to do it. And I think he's mm-hmm. going to use what he said he was going to use from the very beginning, like he said, the leaves of the tree or healing for the nation. And he's trying to say that he's the truth and they are the liars. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I, and I wouldn't have been this radical unless I have experienced it in the last two years. I have seen more healing done with, the, with herbs than I have ever, ever seen with a pharmaceutical ever and I've been around sick people all my life watching them do the same thing over and over you know it is not healing it is maybe a false sense of uh, giving you something saying we're giving you treatment for a relief of a symptom but we're not trying to heal you We're just trying to relieve you. Comfort and healing is two different things. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I just don't, I just see it. I've just experienced too much of it in the last two years to be totally in awe of the results that I'm seeing. And I'm talking about people that they're putting on hospice coming back out and having another yeehaw moment. Not just one, more than one. There's something to it. Mm-hmm. I promise there's something to this. We've all been brainwashed that Marcus Welby is the great humanitarian and that the old way that has kept mankind alive all these centuries is not the way. Something's wrong. And and I think it's up to God's people to figure it out and, and hand it to humanity. 
because I think that's what God's saying. I want to restore the priesthood to the Garden of Eden that I set forth to begin with. I told you that these plants, these herbs are here for you to feed your body, nurture you, and heal you. The answer is in the garden. All right, Miss Anne. Huh? All right. Um, is there anything you I know else that, you want? I know that I know that I know that it's sensitive. I know they want they probably want to come put me in jail and put me under it. Come get me. That's all I can say. Because <laughs> I know you're lying. Lock me up. Um, I know you're liars. I know you're killers, and I know you're thieves. That's all I got. I'll say about the whole thing. I know who you are. Just like. Jesus called them, you bunch of vipers. You put on the people which you would not bear yourself. All right, Miss Angie, is there anything else you want to I know that I believe in you speechless, and I'm glad it's towards the end of your show. <laughs> yeah. I have one more person, so I wanted to make sure I got them before I, I close. Uh, is there anything uh-huh. else you would like to tell us? No, that's all. That's all. I just thought I would tell you that, you know, I'm having, I'm, I'm seeing such a magnitude of just wow. I am in awe. Yes. I'm gonna have to try that foot stuff. <laughs> get, get the oils. Begin. I mean, you know, even, even some of the. I mean, it even talks about. You know, David being anointing with the priest Dior, what set him apart? Maybe it was the different oils that was blended that that helped him have a, a, a higher way of being able to, for his body to function so that he could have that king seat. What was in the oil that they pulled over his head? What was in the oil that 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 the lady busted her alabaster box across Jesus' feet and bathed his feet to give him strength to go through the crucifixion to bear such a such a heavy burden to carry every sin? My sin alone is heavy, much less yours and everybody else. Mine's a heavy weight. I couldn't carry my own. I mean, it just kind of, I mean, think about it. That's all I'm saying. It's a thought. It's a rabbit. Run the trail. Find the hole. Find where it's at. (laughs) All right, Miss Angie. I want to take one more caller before we close. You you uh, go ahead. I love you. Good night. Good night. We love you, too. Good night. Good night. God bless you. You have a great week. All right. One, 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 one. I had two one, one, ones. Hey, Carmen. Is Andy still on? This is Cheryl. Yes. 
Did she hang Hello. up? Oh, hi, Cheryl. Hey. You want to say hang something up? to Ms. Ann? If you don't mind, but I, I I was calling in for a prayer, but I I um if yeah, she's still she listening. No, she Angie, hung up. Are you there? She oh, she hung up. Oh well. <laughs> what it was was I was like, Lord, do you have a word for Angie? You know, I was listening, and so I did. I got a little something, but it had to do with her foot stuff. But anyway, it's okay. <laughs> I'll maybe talk to her later. How are you doing, Carmen? I'm doing well. Um, I haven't heard you in a while. How are you? Hanging in there. I'm going to let you pray before we talk if you want to, if you you feel like it. Let me move. All right. All right. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for Cheryl, Father God. Thank you for my sister, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for my sister, Lord. Uh, as we're talking, I I sense this enormous pain, but not pain in the body, like pain in 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 my in my spirit, in my like in my, the belly area of my of my being. Um, and so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, um, Lord, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. I command that that thing that's uh, pretending that it's grief, but it's not. And I I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And Father, I just pray for my sister. I pray that you give her the strength that she needs, Father God, in these days. I pray, Father God, you give her the mental clarity. Father God, to to make decisions. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I just pray for a protection over her, Father God. Um, and Lord, I, I want to say this, but don't take it wrong. Uh, uh, Lord, protect her from certain people that are pretending to be with her, but they're not. I just pray, Father God, that you give her the eyes to see, to see who's with her and who's not. Lord, just give her strength, and Lord, I pray for your angels to be round about her, Father God, giving her strength, Father God, protecting her, Father God, in Jesus' name, from even the things that she doesn't see. Oh, there's some heavy-duty stuff, huh? So, Father, in Jesus' name, greater is he that is in her than he that is in the world. And I see something about money. 
And, Lord, I just pray that you release that money to her, the, the monies that are owed to her. I pray that you release that to her in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, all right. Girl, what are you going through? You're right on. That's all I can say. I didn't even know what was hit me tonight. Um, I've got ideas of where it's coming from. Oh man, it was like, oof. yeah, it's real, it's wow. wicked. I know <laughs> people Ooh. with ill intent. I felt it. I've prayed. I've been in prayer half the night over that ill intent. Yeah, yeah. I know. Wow. Yeah, so you're right well, you're Thank you. Wow, Thank I haven't you. talked Thank to you in a long time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for a sister, Lord, that is tuned in to you, Lord. Um, wow. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but, but you know, sometimes when you don't want to say it, it's it's the Lord saying, and so I'm not. I wasn't holding back, but that's intense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, no, the angels of the Lord got me with hidden right now and uh, in route to somewhere else. I don't know. But I, I, I don't. I've got an idea of who all it is. <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of it too is the. It's, you know. Anyway, I won't even go into it. Make myself sound <laughs> something. You know, we will just leave it at that. Thank uh-huh, you, Carmen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank wow, you, Carmen. I felt that. Honestly, I felt that. That Thank was some heavy-duty stuff. Yeah. And so know that the angels of the Lord, and I felt like they were four with you. That's what I'm going to say. More with me. I yeah. felt they were four. Yeah. I, I mean, four you only me. need one. But for some reason, I, I sense four. Four people? No, four angels. Oh, four angels. Yeah, I need every one of them. Hallelujah. I mean, all we need is one. Yeah, they're powerful. So. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, wow. Thank you, Lord, Thank you, for Lord. what you're doing Thank in her you, life. Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for protecting her. Thank you, Lord, for revealing to her the things that she needs to know. Thank you, yeah. Lord, and give her the strength. Give her the strength. Give her a physical strength and give her spiritual strength like she hasn't had for a while. And so we ask you to up that in Jesus' name and um, bring her back to where she was better and and stronger in you for your glory to minister to those that need to hear the words that you have taught her and shown her in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Yeah. Amen. Well, we missed you around here, girl. Well, I've been busy taking care of Dad. You know, he passed away, and um, I just yeah, lost a lot of people. It's just been a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I hear you. I know. Season. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I know. think thinking about Angie too, with all that she's going through. But God's got her too. So, yeah, and you too, Miss Carmen. Yeah, he's making us strong. Yeah, yeah. I just needed. Well, I felt like say? I needed. I felt like I needed to call in. Sometimes I just need someone to agree with me. I feel like I just need. Some back up with some of the stuff, but um, yeah, yeah. So I might wow. be calling in every now and then. <laughs> okay, you yeah. you call you call in. That's what we're here for to bring encouragement to you and and comfort yeah. when you need it. And that's what the yeah. prophetic is all about. And we miss you around here. We need you back. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Yeah, we miss Miss well, Iris. Uh, we heard about oh, her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember her. I, I would call her. And she was so sweet. She, she ministered yeah. to you. And, oh, yeah. yeah, we need you back. <laughs> yeah. Well, God bless you. Is there anything else you would like to share? No, I'm, I'm good to go. Thank you so much. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome, dear. You're welcome. All, All right. Bye. All right. Good night. Have a great week. All right. Let's see. Do I have? Do I have? All right. I got everybody. I think. No. Wait a minute. Let me go back to this one. Three zero three five one seven. Your name and where you're from. Veronica. Veronica. Oh, okay. Let me put you on mute. Thank you, Lord, Veronica, Father God. Vida vosso, talaba, kiera vosso, ndone no koridianda na nakara vosso, talaba, kara vishinda na nakara vosso, talaba, koridianda na nakai. Thank you, Lord, for my sister. Thank you, Lord, for her family, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for the wisdom, the knowledge that you're giving her, Father God, that you're, you're showing her some things and they're strong things, but you're showing her because she's going to be showing others. And you, you've been walking through certain areas that, that are not for everybody, that are, that are not easy for everybody, but I see that the Lord is breaking through, breaking through for you, breaking through for you because you're breaking through for others. That's why it's not easy, Veronica. That is not easy for you because you're breaking through. You're breaking through for others too. Strengthen her marriage, Father God. Strengthen her marriage like never before. Thank you, Father God, for for this couple, Father God, this powerful couple in Jesus' name. 
And you won't see who you are um, once you break through. You're not going to be the same. You're not going to be the same. You're not going to be the same. In Jesus' name. You're not going to be the same. Thank you, Father God. I see that the Lord is revealing to you certain things, that um, secret things. And then it's in some areas that are not for everybody. But he knows who he's, he's, he's selected. He knows who he wants. He knows who he, he can trust. And it's not easy, but when the breakthrough comes, then it's almost going to be like something that was plugged. And once that plug gets removed, it's going to be like a things, you know, flowing, 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 flowing. So don't give up. Don't give up in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for this uh, couple, this my sister and for her husband. Father God, I pray that for your protection over them, Father, in the name, for that wisdom and, and knowledge, Father God, let them know as they seek your word, as they seek your face. I see you on your face. I see you on your face. I see you on your face, seeking his face. This is not for everyone. This is not for everyone. But he knows. He knows that he who he has chosen in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Veronica. How are you? Hello. Hi, what's going on? I'm going through some changes, and um, the Lord is breaking through. <laughs> but it feels like he's breaking me. Like, every day he's breaking me, and I say, oh, this too. Oh, this too. And I feel like the breaking... Doesn't end, but uh, and it hurts a lot, but um, it's for my good. So I say, okay, you are, I am the clay, you are the potter, make me a new pot, and um, do feel good about this whole process, and um, and I, I just want to be on the other side where I get refined, and uh, she keeps breaking me for the awesome breakthrough. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, and it's not just for you, it's for others too. <laughs> it was rhyming. I was like, I'm not one to rhyme. <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. going on here? <laughs> it hurts a lot. It's, it's, a, it's the Lord are helping me get renewed, and um, He keeps, like, I, I want to say, like, an architect poking me. And you got to change, not you got to, but with love, um, this can mm-hmm. to change, this can change, this also can change, and come on, let's change this. And, and I said, okay, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Wow. He's doing something in you, but you know what? He knows. He's chosen the right people. 
just continue staying in him, staying close to him. He's doing a work in you guys. That's what I sense. And a lot of people don't understand you. They don't understand it. Later on, they will. When they see what God is doing in you now, they'll see it later. Wow. Wow. So how's Mike doing? He's good. And your family, your kids, or everybody's okay? Yeah. Uh, yes. I just watched my four grandkids today, and um, they got me a little worried. <laughs> We're a little tired. <laughs> they're, they're good. I, uh, it's a joyful thing to uh They were off of school, so I watched them all week uh, from spring break. Uh Today, Uh last day. And uh, I was a little tired. And and, uh, as a mission accomplished, uh, I work with them (laughs) as I work work with any human being. I work on healing. I work on deliverance. I uh, Uh told some stories. I became a little uh, teddy bear explaining some things and and just oh, you were a little whirlwind. For me? Go ahead, go ahead. I said time is short, and uh, kids need to know a lot of things because the phone uh, takes a lot of them, and it's horrible. So they they need to be uh, trained in the Lord, be prayed over, mm-hmm. and talk what's mm-hmm. good, what's bad. So it was a good joyful thing. I feel accomplished. Yeah. Well, there's something about when they hear um, people praying over them, it does something to them. It's really special to hear when people pray over you that it's changing you. It, and, and don't think it's not doing a, a lot. It's doing a lot. It is. And they'll remember it as they grow older. And they know. They know who to go to. They'll remember. They trust me. They remember. They know. They know. Wow, you you got on all sides: the grandkids, the ministry, the husband, everything, huh? Yeah, and it, it's been uh, it's been really rough, and it's it's been really tough. But um, I uh, I did pray. Uh, forgot to bring a new uh a new person. Um, sometimes we hit bottom in certain areas, and um. I say, oh no, I don't want to be this way uh, because I don't want uh, Satan to get hold of me. And uh, I feel like the, like um, I needed to be restored. And um, and this route, this new route, I say, you know, uh, like um, criticizing, judging. It was really uh, composing our uh, no a religion spirit through those two items and I say okay if I want to break religion I must break criticizing and judging if I've been with it almost 50 years or grew up with it or I see it in my mom or, or my grandma mm. and and then oh, yeah. one thing my kids uh, my grown up kids hate out of uh, believers and um, and then I say I uh, want to overcome some areas where my family I am short of so they can see that the Lord is 
still active in my life. The Lord is still good on me, and the Lord mm-hmm. is still working on me. So I went on my hands and knees, seeking his face, saying, you know, I can't change these areas, but I know you can change me. And um, I've been crying out for a change in a, it's a, a little route. It says he keeps breaking me and breaking me. And I say, I get used to it at the same pattern. And uh, and I feel like the, the, the water is the Mara, like my heart got beaten her. And then out of bitterness, mm-hmm. I criticize and judge. And, and I say, no, I got to forgive, forget, forgive myself, uh, be broken. And uh, I I say, God, if you restore me again and help me walk those areas, I can mm-hmm. um, overcome. And I've been uh, having people asking me for praying, and then they ask me, so... They want to know my life, and then I said, you know, I don't want to um, tell you my life, but you asked me to pray for you. Come on, let's get to the to the prayer. And uh, I first time I've been jumping in instead of uh, judging and criticizing the same person we are praying for. And I say, mm-hmm. you know, this or, or or gossiping. I say, you know, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's gone a little farther where I fall short. And then I say, oh, come on, let's get prayed. And then when I say, let's get prayed, they see that change. And I say, you know, this is what I want you to see, a different Veronica. You need to see that God is still moving. You need to see that I am not just the same person, like, all year after year after year. And um, mm-hmm. and and I want people to mesmerize Jesus, to say, oh, Jesus became active on her again. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, I got even more boring out of uh, doing mm-hmm. the same thing and being the same person. And I say, no, it, it's like not, I want awakening, but not in this world like I was focusing on. But I want to awaken my heart because uh, all those areas were getting out of me, like a uh, hold on me, uh, stronghold on me. And I don't want to be the same. And so the things that you, you're getting set free of is going to make it easier for you to pray for other people so that they can get set free. That's what I was seeing. Yeah, you're on the top. That's what I was seeing. It's all, have you ever heard of the glass ceiling where there's somebody that has to break that glass ceiling in order for others to go through it at later on? Well, that's sort of like what you're going through. You're breaking that glass ceiling where you know, in your life so that you can help others do the same thing. But you're going through some areas where you're at um, that you have to break through first so that they can follow. And so when you you pray for them, it'll be easier for them to receive that healing because you got it. You went through it. You know, sometimes God sets us free like he did with Moses. He delivered Moses, and then Moses became a deliverer. And so you are going to be a deliverer. <laughs> Amen. I just know that it's a lot. It hurts every day. It hurts. It hurts. But he and knows I that it's my heart to I the know. Lord. 
Yeah. Yeah, you feel like you can't, but you know you can't. It's God that's gonna it's doing it through you. You can't. But mm-hmm. he knows that he can pick you because you you're gonna do it. Right. He knows who he picks. He knows who he picks. He's not wrong about it. He knows you. He knows you, and it's because it's not you. It's him in you. It's him in you. And you're letting him, and because you let him, that's why it's going to break through. You're, he's been breaking through for you and for others. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That's why you find it so difficult at times. <laughs> you're like, oh. It's like when I you got on, I felt this heaviness that, like, you know, the enemy, like, wanting to stop you. Mm-hmm. But God, God is not permitting that. You continue being obedient. You, you're going to see. You're going to see. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What, wait till you see when, when you're on the other side of all of this. Thank you, Lord. Even at work, I was feeling like mission Even as I was explaining myself that you already revealed it, like through the prayer, I was uh, my my heart was saying, "Don't say that." Like, and then I said, "No, I gotta <laughs> say that." And uh, I, I, I fight to be something I'm not, and doing something I I used to do, and I'm and becoming new, and um. And I just dislike that person I became, and and I know God dislike it too. So it's um it's beautiful that you know I always believe that we visit Him all the time, but then sometimes that He visit us, and uh, and this visitation I said you know uh, change me because I always pray for people, my kids, and other people, and sometimes I pray for the, the community and or the city, or things, and they say, no, no, I pray for me, for me, and, um, yeah, so I am really thankful, thank you, y'all, for um, y'all helping us uh, crossing over, we could have not done it without um, this ministry, the prophets, the servants, and, um, and then I pray today, like you're saying, I thought that at one time I'm losing it, I'm the same again. And then today I say, I got to pray, and uh, I need to push <laughs> for the Lord to continue this job. I, I want, I, and I, I did told him before I call you, I say, please, Lord, don't let me undone. I, I, I want to be refined, even if it hurts. Keep going. <laughs> hmm. You're on, you're on the right track, Veronica. Don't give up, and you're you don't realize what's on your shoulders. God God is putting that not on your shoulders, on your plate, like Prophet Randy says. Um, he knows who he has given it to. Just trust in the Lord in all of this, and you're going to see the end result and how it's going to bless so many people. And a lot of people may not understand you, and they don't understand why you have to go through the things that you've gone through, but that's God. That's him. But trust it. Trust this process. And I don't know if you heard at the beginning of the show, 
Sister Barbara was talking about things that she was going through, and look where the Lord brought her. He's doing amazing things in her life now. But she had to endure those times. I can give you a little testimony. I fall asleep and I wake up when you pick up my cough. So I didn't hear nobody. <laughs> and I say, and then you say, I have one more last call. And I say, what is me? And it was me. And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we try to go back. Uh, if everybody's patient, I, I always try to go back and take the callers. But some people, you know, they just hang up and they, they miss their blessing. <laughs> I just I just fall asleep and I wake up three hours later and I was like, I was like, this is so divine. You know yeah, what? Sometimes the, the best is for last. I don't know if you have ever <laughs> been into uh, um, prayer night where prayer vigils and everybody leaves and goes home and then the good stuff starts. <laughs> at the end So I know that there's, God did something special tonight with you So uh, I'm God. glad to you Sorry? I said glory to God Hallelujah Amen So yeah I'm, I'm praising God And it's not us It's God through us God's, God's using those on PGN um, We're just the vessels and I just make myself available, and I just say what he says. That's all. It's not me. It's just me listening to what he says, and I tell you what I see and what I hear. <laughs> and I, then, I just, so, I, yeah. I just feel like I'm losing people, like I'm losing um, uh, friendships and things, and and I said, you guys don't understand. Like you just say what I'm going through, but uh, they will understand later. And and mm-hmm. then I say, I say, you know, I gotta fly like eagles, and mm-hmm. and uh, I gotta, yeah. It's for don't think that it's for nothing. There's a reason for all of this. And and he's picked you and your husband because he knows you are faithful. So stay strong. And you know that we're here for you, and we'll pray as many times as you need us to. We're here to to lift you up, okay? Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> you guys you. too. All right. Thank you. Well, God bless. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, it looks like the show went off on its own. So God bless you all, and uh, till next week, God bless. Can't even turn it off, everything. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs>